A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter and um, with our very own song. With our very own song and, 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 and Chris, I, I got to tell you the compliments um, coming from everybody this week. Oh, was, that's uh, kind. Pretty cool, right? It, it was Isn't way that amazing. Cool. Yes, it was. It was amazing and and and, uh, and it still gives me chills to hear it. that. That's awesome. Just <laughs> simply awesome, bro. Hey, uh, happy to do it. It was awesome. Awesome to record and put together. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, good morning boys. Captain Kirk. Good morning. <laughs> we are. Uh, good morning. Somebody we're at a boat show. We're at a boat show. We're outdoors. Where are we? We we we're in Bay Meadows, right? Yeah, we're in well, Bay Meadows. Yeah, uh, off of Western Way. I used to work right over here. You would say Bay Meadows. Bay Meadows. This is Bay Meadows. I used to okay. work right down here. At, uh, I came in because I came in off Southside Boulevard. I came in off Southside Boulevard too. Yeah, I did too, but I used to work right over here okay. just a mile away. So. All right, so if we're but trying to tell people how to get here. How hold on, to, hold on. They're not coming in that way. Oh, they're not? No. Where we came in, that's not the entrance. No, that's not the entrance. Oh. yeah. You had the VIP <laughs> entrance. Yeah, we had the VIP entrance. All right. With Leonard. Do you got a you got a way to tell people how to get I here? I have no idea. I'm going to I'm <laughs> gonna get Aaron on. Where's Aaron at? Yeah, we have to get Aaron on to, to tell us how, how, how folks get here. There's a lot of boats. A ton of boats. I mean, right. I, I, you know, I mean, over the last couple of years, inventory has been a problem. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there were some boat shows that really were really weren't boat shows because they didn't have any boats. Right, or motors. Or motors, yeah. yeah. And now, yeah. I mean, there's boats here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of boats. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 is, it, is it Atlantic Coast Marine here? Yes, they are. Okay, cool, because I, I saw Whalen Bay up front. I saw Whalen Bay, yep. yep. Saw yep. Whalen Bay coming in from the uh, the private guarded entrance. Yes. <laughs> yes, the VIP entrance. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool, though. I mean, there's a lot of boats here, and uh, what, they op- open up at 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock. All right, so folks, uh, if you're in the market for a boat or some type of boat accessory, because I can see there's a ton of tents set up right here, which is a lot of vendors for different products that go along with the boats, uh, this is the place to be today. I can tell you that. It is going to be a beautiful day, too. It's already a beautiful day. Yeah, it is. It's going to be really nice. Yeah, yeah. 
I've been. Uh, yeah, they really lucked out too, because it's been some skunky weather earlier on during the week. You know, when the wind was blowing, it was yeah. a little bit of rain. I mean, it could have been uh, nasty. And now there is not a cloud hardly in the freaking sky. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I mean, it's awesome. It is that sunrise right there over those trees before it blinds us. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> We, I, hey, I got here at 10 after 6. So I yeah, could, you were, yeah, I, you were the early bird. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah you I, figured I, it out. Yeah, I was like, okay, if I'm going to get here and set everything up, I'm going to get the chair that I want. Well, and I'm you glad too. I, I was telling Jeff, I was glad I, I wore a little jacket. Yes, I I'm walked telling outside you what, and I did the same thing. A little like, nippy on the bippy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When I first went outside with a T-shirt, I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. I probably don't need it. And I said, well, you know, let me just bring one you just in case. always take it off. Yeah. And uh, That's coming, right. coming back inland. It it got yeah. much cooler yeah. Yeah. than it was at the beach. Yeah. I mean, water temperature at the beach at Mayport was 76 yesterday. Yeah, it's warmed up a little bit. And then I talked to Leon. He said it was 78, 79 down in St. Augustine. So that warm water off the coast keeps that beach warm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a sure big it difference. Oh, it's a big difference. You know? it yeah, is. and it's been a kind of an easterly wind right. over the last couple of days. So that's kind of definitely bringing in the heat right along the beach. And, uh I had a cool day at the beach yesterday. Went walking along the beach. Man, I'm going to tell you now, the erosion, I mean, it's something else to see now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is unbelievable. I mean, when you really kind of walk up and down the beach and go pretty good ways, I mean, it's it's definitely, whew. And you think about what we got hit with. It was really just a nasty northeaster. I mean, plus a little bit extra. And yeah, I mean, the fact that if we had got hit by a Cat 1 or a Cat 2, they'd have kicked our butts. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been no joke. Yeah, there's – I, you know, agree with you on that. I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, the, the uh, storm surge that we got, you know, was, was it's just nothing in comparison to a direct hit. You know, even if, like Kirk said, a Cat One, a Cat Two coming off the ocean directly into us, it would be, it'd be devastating. Yeah, it would be. You know, I mean, Mayport Road got washed out right by the Coast Guard base, so half of the road. Fell into the river. I mean, have you seen Summerhaven? You seen all the videos going on down no. there? No. Now you say took the road out. Yeah, like it took the road out. Gone. So, yeah, there was there yeah. was there was one lane. So right before the Coast Guard base, where the really? curve is, yeah, where it was that right up against culvert? the river, it was go- it was yeah. it was gone. Yeah, it got washed out. What did well, what did they do? They uh, it was I was impressed with the uh, Department of Transportation. They came in and put a temporary traffic light in there. And made it one lane, you know, because that's not a lot of traffic coming off the ferry. No, but there's enough. It is. Yeah. And then you got the Mayport Navy base. You know, the entrance to that is right next to where yeah. it washed out. Uh, so they put yeah. a temporary traffic light in there. And in two days, they had the DOT guys down there. And it was kind of funny because they they, they piled up a bunch of sand mm-hmm. on the spot where they added the asphalt. And then, of course, we had that deluge. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it poured the other night. Sand probably wasn't the thing to use. It was gone the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and I drove by, and I was chuckling. I called Tim Carney on the phone. I said, Tim. And he was headed up to the, the hunt camp to do some work on the cabin. And he, and he goes, what? I said, you saw the road? And he goes, no, nah, it was dark when I left. I said, uh, uh, yeah, they put sand there, and it, it's washed out already. Uh, and he no. said, you're kidding. I said, no, we get one more rainstorm, and that road's going to collapse again. Wow. So they had the crew back down the next day. And they were dumping dump trucks of uh, 
I guess they had brought in lime rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably lime rock lime or rock. some kind of old recycled material off yeah, the old roadway. Yeah, or yeah, cr- yeah. Crush yeah. Creek. Yeah. yeah. And they packed it in and they brought they, – they had a work crew, though. They were going at it hard. I'll give them credit. And then they got it fixed again, and then they put a bahia all on the side of it. And I'm thinking that bahia is going to last about – Bahia? Bahia, bahia. Bahia, bahia. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. What is bahia? I, I don't know. I was going – Oh, and I was trying to figure yeah. that, and then I kind of yeah. said, "That's probably that's Kirk Bahia." Yeah, yeah, Bahia. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they Kirkism. Put, they, they put <laughs> exactly. they put the put the sod down there, and I, that's not going to last. I'm sorry. They're going to have to put some giant. That's their protocol. Gr- granite that's boulders. That's the way they do things. I know. Yeah. I know. But it looks good. Yeah, they got it fixed. Cool. I right. give them kudos. They got it fixed. All so, right. You know. Hey. The road's working, and we're running back well, and forth to Mayport all week long. So that's a good thing. We'll take it. All right. Well, hey, look, uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we're gonna have we do. we're gonna have Aaron on from the boat show, right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Talk a little boat show stuff. We've got a special guest coming up in the nine o'clock hour, Mr. Kyle Rosson from Main Clothing, who uh, he is a part of the Captains for Clean Water. And then, uh, if you remember me talking about my trip to the Bahamas and seeing some of the replanted mangroves down there. And then last year when we were at Hagen for the Christmas kind of special extravaganza that they were putting on, we had him on the air and, and he talked about what they do with when they sell clothing that's essentially planting one mangrove around the country. Well, he's been down in southwest Florida post-Ian. And uh, so we're going to kind of get a little report right. from him and some thoughts on him, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, right now, let's go to the phone lines because Noel Kuhn is holding, and let's go ahead and talk to him. Good morning, Noel. Hey, good morning, fellas. Morning, Noel. Hey, man, it is time to go surf fishing, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard uh, incredible that. reports. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing that that hurricane, all the devastation that it brought, also here for us, it dropped the water temperature 10 degrees in just yep. a few days. Isn't that crazy? And, yeah, and, it, and all of a sudden, we were catching just a few pompano and maybe a redfish, and now it's game on. I mean, I've huh. got uh, lots of people catching limits, and the redfish showed back up in the surf, and there's some black drum in the surf. And for the first time in a long time, uh, big bonnethead sharks are back. So it's, it's like somebody flipped on a switch. You know, I saw Noel. I was st- I fished a lot this week, and I saw the FWC officers down at the boat ramp on on Wednesday, and they told me the pompano bite at the Jack's Beach Pier was off the chain. Huh. They said they were hauling them over the rails two at a time. So wow. let, let, let me ask you that, something, Noel. Um, yeah. Here's one thing that uh, that's that's been really really cool to witness. We've we in St. Augustine, we've been on a heck of a snook bite. All right, everybody's catching snook. Water looks terrible. I mean, like if you looked at it, you're like, we ain't gonna catch anything but catfish and stingrays in this. <laughs> is is the surf the same way? I mean, is it as clean as you would think about what you know catching pompano? It, you know, that's pretty much the rule always. You need clean water to catch pompano, and I tell people exactly what you just said. Catfish and stingrays are what you're going to catch in that dirty water, but it was yesterday and or the day before I got a report from the pier that the water was just, the water was no good, and they're getting double headers of pompano coming over the rail. <laughs> that's, so. uh, that, uh, uh, that's my point. You know, it's, it's yeah. it, it, you know, what sometimes what we think 
is not correct. Nope. You know? No, because I, I, I can tell yeah. you the, the water along the beach has been churned up. Right. Oh, it's nasty. And there, there is no yep. really clear spots. Now, maybe it will clear up in the next, you know, by today or tomorrow. Right, right. But I can tell you the last couple of days, because we've had that easterly, northeasterly flow, I mean, it's it's been kind of muddied up. But I will say, yeah. uh, Noel, that, and, I, and I'm not sure if you're seeing this where you're at, the amount of birds that are working now on the water and it's the pelicans that are diving, there is bait everywhere. Yeah, wow. it, really. Seen a lot of mullet. Oh, oh, I don't know what it is, Kirk. I mean, because it's, it's not. It's probably it's not those glass minnows that it's, have been here all year. And I think that's what it is because they're not doing the super deep dives. Right, the, the floppy flops. They're doing dives. more of the floppity Flop, flops. Yeah. And then there's a lot of seagulls doing the diving down that's, on it, that's, too. That's, that's glass minnows. And, that's, and they're not tight. You know, right. If it's mullet, you know, then it's they're, they're going to be tighter. I saw them doing that over there in the jam behind the South Rocks, and, and I thought it might be mullet. I never saw anything, you know. Yeah. I think it's glass. Well, I, I think it's glass. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I, I was going to ask you guys about the amount that you're of mullet you're seeing in the river because after the hurricane, the mullet are gone. I haven't I haven't seen mullet since. That's, well, now I will say no. I you know I will say that uh, I, a couple days after the hurricane kind of passed to where the water calmed down to where you could actually kind of see. Uh, there were plenty of schools working down the beach. I, in fact, texted right. you guys about it, and yeah. and so there were plenty, and they, and they were smaller. Right. You know, I don't know if, if it was just the schools that I was seeing just at that particular time, but uh, there was plenty of schools that were migrating down the beach a couple days after the hurricane passed once things kind of calmed down. So, uh, But I have not seen anything it, it, in the last right. couple of days. But then again, it's been blowing pretty good. Right, right. It's, hard, hey, it's hard to see. No, um, I, got a, I got a question on the text line. Um, yeah. What What's the best bait right now for Pompano? That's a great question. You know, I always tell people live stand fleas, but that was the other point I was going to make is I can't catch any fleas. I've been talking to my buddies. That's the same thing I've heard. I've heard from everybody that they can't catch fleas. So what's our next bait? Uh, Fresh killed shrimp. I just pulled up to the bait store now. I'm going to buy live shrimp. I'm going to put them in a Tupperware container. I'm going to bury them in the ice. So I I killed them this morning. I'm going to cut them up. Each shrimp, I'm gonna get three baits out of because you know they're they're eating the little fleas and they're eating these little baby crabs and they're eating clams. So match the hatch a third right, so, of, a, of, so, of a live shrimp. I, and I've had this question a million times: shells on or off? Yeah, you know, in surf casting, people ask me that all the time. Is like you need the shell on to keep it on the hook when you're yeah. when you're slinging it out there in the surf. So, matter of fact. My favorite piece of the shrimp is the tail section where the shell is harder. And I tell people, don't hook it top to bottom, bottom to top. Hook it side to side so it'll hold better when you're when that big four ounce sinker is slamming into the surf out there when you cast it. Yeah, so you're so you're having the the actual hook penetrate the shell to hold the meat in between. Exactly. Yep. And if if not, some fresh killed shrimp and blue crab. That's what I'm here this morning picking up blue crab. Uh, the redfish I caught on my last charter was on little blue crab knuckles. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Are you fishing today? Yeah. yeah. He's at, um, I mean, shoot, yeah, he's at the bait store. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where are we Hello. going? Where, where are we we're going? Right, uh, Volano. Going to Volano. Yeah, about, okay. uh, about, a mile north, about a mile north of the rocks. 
and I've had real good success there the last, well, ever since the water cleared up. Um, but the Pompano Bite has been really good all the way from, from Bernardina down to Ponte Vedra Beach. Um, we're getting a few reports coming out of Crescent, but not like, you know, it seems like the Jack's Pier, like you guys have heard saying, they have just been hammering them. So, but that whole huge school is moving to the south. So, I got uh, yeah. I got I good had, feelings I, about just, Solano. Just, just, just also, I just got another text on the text line. Um, a friend of mine fished Nassau Sound yesterday. He said he hammered the pompano and the flounder. Oh, wow. All, all, nice. all on fresh dead oh, the, shrimp. The flounder bite okay. in the river has been <laughs> yep. unbelievable. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so I, I, I got a question, though, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people like to, to use a fish finder rig for surf fishing, which is totally fine. And some people like to try to buy those pre-made rigs that have the metal and all that stuff on it, which don't do that. Okay, if you had to pick one of uh, like one rig or th- that you're making, what hooks are you using? What brand? What size? And what style? That's a great question. Ninety-five percent of the fish I catch from big red fish to little bitty whiting is a two-aught circle hook, and specifically the Eagle Claw L197. It's one of the most inexpensive wow. hooks. I-, I go through a lot of hooks. I don't like to use them more than two or three trips, but they're super sharp. They're strong enough. You know, if you set your drag light, you can catch the bigger fish, but but match the hatch. Everything they're eating in the surf, with the exception of the mullet, you know, is small. Little calico crabs, little clams, and sand fleas. I guess they're finding sand fleas. I can't find them, but, yeah. It's been an off year for the sand fleas. It's been uh, probably... It may be the worst year I've ever seen. I, right. I just shake my head because I can I can find fleas, but not this year. Right. That, that's interesting. All right, buddy, we got to take a break. Thank you so much, and uh, ha- have a great day. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. All right, tight lines, fellas. All right, buddy, see you. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. 641-1010. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, look, uh, if you're in the market for a tire, tire outlet. Can I, can I give you a tire outlet story real quick? Sure. From this week. So on, on our way up to Georgia uh, last Saturday, I just noticed there was a, a, a shimmy and a shake that, 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 that shouldn't have been there. In the truck. Yeah, you know, and I thought, oh, it's it's been a while since I've had my tires rotated and stuff. Anyway, long story short, right. go up there and, and on Wednesday... I backed up to the door. We're packing up to come home, and I just happened to look down at my my back left tire, and there's a bald spot with radials coming out. What? Yeah. That's weird. My tire had come apart. Oh, no. Yeah. So I called Danny, and I'm like, what store? I'm in Georgia. I'm like, what store are you at? He said, I'm at the the North Store on on Main Street. I Mm -hmm. said, well, I hope I make it there. Yeah. You know? And, um... Sure enough, I mean, I did. I made it there, and, and, and he didn't have that exact tire, mm-hmm. but he had one comparable. He goes, so what I'm going to do, he said, I'm going to put this tire on there. And he said, tomorrow I'm going to have one delivered to St. Augustine to the tire outlet St. Augustine. So yesterday I went to the tire outlet in St. Augustine, got my brand new tire. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> so Danny, Danny took care of me. But I, but I, did, I did have to get on him a little bit about big-timing us. 
you know, lately, which you haven't heard from him. I know. You know, I mean, What's it's the, like, what did, what it's did like he, he gets a, a promotion. Did he have an explanation? No, no he just kind of did his hair, you know, oh, he more. Did? Yeah, you oh, he's know. doing his hair now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? big time. Yeah, he's big time. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, no hat, nothing like that. He just, you know. Big time. <laughs> is he, he's not. He's using gel. Yeah, he's got gel in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Dapper Dan. I think he's got in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's a little old school. But, but seriously, huge, <laughs> huge takes, man. But I, you know, and, and again, we talk about this. I mean, when you're that far away from a, a tire, I mean, obviously you can take your spare off, but you look at it and you're going. Man, you got to be kidding me. They're very good. I call them this yeah. week. I need an oil change in the truck. My <laughs> diesel truck requires a special oil yes. because of the new brand of the engine. And yes. I called them up, and I said, I need an appointment. They said, come in at 4. I came in at 10 to 4. And at 4.15, they said, oh, you're done. And I just started reading my magazine. I'm like, I'm not finished with magazine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Danny's texting Kevin right now. That's funny. That's good stuff. Yep. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm just just to let people know, I am putting up a link on our Facebook page that uh, is a uh, a link to the Eagle Claw site and the information on the hook that Mr. Noel Coon was talking about. Because you know, I'm sure a lot of people might have been driving down the road or whatever yep. and they can't write down eagle claw l197 and two off and and, and 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 i will tell you this they're in short supply of them oh man if you find a two aught circle buy it i mean if it, it's like you know noel's talking about i mean if it's there's 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 differences in hooks but if you find one even comparable that you want to use buy it I, I I went into academy to buy some socks that are boot socks and i thought well, i'm just gonna snatch a couple packs of hooks while i'm in here Cleaned out. Yeah. Uh, it's really? Better, yeah. Cleaned out. Hey, wow. I went into Academy to look at a, a new pair of rubber boots just because Kerry was looking at shoes. They're yeah. Out. Cleaned I mean, out. There there are a few rubber boots here and there, but I mean, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Not a whole lot to choose from. No. no. It's weird. If yeah. you're going to buy something and you get a thought for it, try to do it a little little earlier before the season. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. For sure. All right. So um, uh, let's do a weather and okay. a tides, all right? How about that? Yep. Uh, let's do, uh, let me let me get my uh, stuff squared away here. All right, a weather forecast brought to you by the Beer to Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Went there uh, this past uh, weekend, and, man, uh, I had Tara because it was Sunday she went, and she got a little to-go package for me. Oh. So after the game last Sunday, go home, and, and uh, she said, what do you want? And I said, I want you said, So I want a score. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Oh, so I, I said, uh, I, said I want greens. Uh-huh. Got to have greens. And she said, what kind of meat? I said, pulled pork. I want some turkey. And throw in a beef rip. <laughs> really? <laughs> Dang, man. Yeah, I know. I got a little carried away. But the good thing is, is that take I had, a, You can take leftovers. Home. I had leftovers this yeah. week, and you know, so I was golden. And then Merle's got a beautiful bone to chew on uh-huh. for a couple of days. Nah, I'm not going to give that to Merle. Merle, Merle wouldn't know what to do with that. Oh, my dog would chew on that for oh, yeah. days. But my right. dog would chew on it, bury it, go out the next day. Really? Dig, bury oh, it? Oh, yeah. Dig it up? Oh, yeah. Dogs are funny, aren't yeah, they? Yes, she is. All right, so here's the weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Best barbecue in Jacksonville, two locations. Uh, one at the beach and one in San Marco area. High pressure centered over the deep south this morning will strengthen slightly as it progresses towards the Carolina coast by this evening. High pressure will weaken as it pushes off. 
And most people are saying, just get to it. All right, here we go. All right, today, northeast winds 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. Tonight, east winds 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Sunday, east winds around 10 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet with a period of 9 seconds. Monday, south winds 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. And Tuesday, northwest winds around 15 knots because that's a, that's a cold front, just to let everybody know. And this is a legit cold front. Legit. This is a first October. This get, will be nice. This will this this is a get the deer moving front. Yeah. When I when I say it's a legit cold front, to give folks an idea, I can tell you the temperatures up in Georgia. The high, I believe, on Tuesday and Wednesday, 62, 65. High. Yep. High. Yeah. Yep. And if you're looking at Jacksonville on Tuesday and Wednesday, the high on Tuesday, 74. Wednesday, the high here is going to be 66 degrees. <laughs> nice. How about that? That's jacket weather up Man. there. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I just pulled up my camera at 344 this morning. Yeah, you got a nice buck. The big dog's walking around at 344. 344. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little early for, yeah. for you. Anyway, uh, Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. Best sub shop in Jacksonville. Fantastic food, folks. If you've never been there, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And French fries, oh, so good. Oh, by the way, I got a picture from Mr. Tom Lucas this, uh, this week. Okay. And uh, he took the entire baseball team to Angie's this week. Did he really? Yeah. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, they had a uh, game out there at Fletcher. And so the whole team goes to Angie's, and he goes, goes, most of them have never been there. He said they were loving it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's paradise for a sub shop. All the goodies they got in there. I couldn't play a baseball game after Angie's. No. I'm with you on like that. After yeah. the baseball game, I'm all about yeah. that. You had pregame meals, though, in football. Yeah, I know, but, but man. But it was hours before. Yeah, 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 like three, four hours yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have been very good in baseball after an Angie's meal <laughs> in high school. I can tell you that. Anyway. I, I, you know, wait a minute. I, I, I got to tell you, I played football and baseball in high school. Uh-huh. We never had any meals for baseball no. games. I always, you know, football we did. Our coaches. Yeah. But there was only nine games. Right. You know. I never, I never had a. Would you guys play uh, 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 seven seven man football? Where you were from? Where, where you were at? <laughs> That's, That's not right. I, yeah. Oh, why, why they would, did why, not. Why these, Come on, man. But, but I, I will tell you, in ninth grade, <laughs> in ninth grade, we had fifteen guys on our team. Fifteen guys on the whole team. The whole team. What positions did you, did you I have? I played to play? quarterback and defensive end. Because two way, right? Oh, yeah, of course. You yeah. had eleven guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we no, had. Did you play? I played. I played defensive. Uh, we've never had this discussion uh, yeah, ever yeah. in twenty five years. Uh, you're right. I played DB, and we had. I think we had fifty seven guys on the team. Oh, it's big. And our team was so poor. Our school was so poor. That we had to use the leftover jerseys from the year before, oh, so we okay. had. Oh, I thought he was going to say leftovers. Uh, yeah, we had two different yeah, colors. Yeah. Of, they were kind uh, of what color. It was uh, <laughs> it well, we were with uh, the Middleton Razorbacks, so we took the Arkansas Razorback colors. Oh, so like a, a burgundy. A, a burgundy, yeah. Right. So you had different shades of burgundy. So I had the light burgundy. Right. <laughs> I thought he was going to say you had to use the same mouthpiece. I was going to say, oh, oh yeah. No. That's poor. Remelt the mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's poor. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. But, yeah. yeah, you know, our coach always said, look, don't eat anything hours before you come out to practice. Because if you do, you're going to leave it on the field. You know? Oh, we got better chairs. Yeah. Oh, is. how yeah. wonderful is yeah. that? Look at that. Anyway. All right, anyway, so the tides. Yes, uh, the tides. Yeah, we were doing a tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. And today it had a low tide at 629 a.m. at Mayport. 
And at 1.12 p.m., here is your high tide. That's a 5.17. 7.33 p.m. this evening at the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock is your low tide. Once again, that's a 1.59. So, and I would add a foot and a half to all of this. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 18 inches. Easy. It's been so high. It's crazy. We've had no low water, nope. and when it's high, you cannot, on the west ramp, you cannot get your customers in and out of the water because it's under a foot of water. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. And the docks are getting beat up pretty bad. Huh. The, the docks are in sad shape. I'll be darned. From the storm and everything. There's a lot of damage. Hey, uh, we talked about this uh, right after Ian came through about watching out for the debris in the water. Are you guys still hearing, yes. seeing? Pictures. Okay. From Leon this week, uh, you know, because he does a, he runs a lot, Jeff, obviously, from Palm Valley to St. Augustine. Yeah. And he was taking pictures of debris in the water, and it's it's still, yes, lots. But, wow. you know, it, if, if, you, if you think about that area, um, it, it doesn't flush much. Right, you know, yeah, it kind of skips. It's it, kind of it stagnant. Yeah, it kind of goes in, it goes out. You yeah. know, it, it, it never those those trees and stuff never make it out all the way to to the inlet. No, there was a piling, a full born piling that was probably, I don't know, jeez, I want to say it was like twenty, a, like a telephone pole piling, like thirty inches around. Oh my god! Oh, big one. And it was bobbing up. It was sticking a foot above the water because there must have been something heavy on the end of it. And it looked like a tree stump going up and down the river. And Steve called me. He was up near the Dames Point Bridge. And he said, watch out because it's coming out with the outgoing tide. And it was, it was massive. Wow. It, was a, it was a widow maker. Big one. Yeah, those aren't good. So be careful out there. You yeah. know, just don't, you know, when you're running, don't just casually start talking to people you're with. Keep your eyes focused on the front of the boat because there's some, some stuff floating out in that river. All right, I got a shout out before we take a break. Uh, what do you got? I got um, a good friend of Danny's. He said today is his birthday. Who's Danny's birthday today? No, not Danny. Oh. Uh, uh, this Matt, guy. Matt Savage, his, one of his best friends. Okay. Who, who listens Savage. to the show every Saturday. All right. And he said, tell Matt happy birthday from everybody. So Happy birthday, Matt Savage. Happy birthday, Matt, Matt Savage. Savage. All right, let's take a break. Let's do here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. If you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 Here in the market for a Cadillac. Only one place to go. Bob Dolan Cadillac. Talked to Martin this week. He's uh, giving he's, he's giving away a couple of Yeti coolers for the Christmas show on December 10th at Rain Power. Don't forget about that. But uh, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go with Claude Dolan. Tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it for you. May not be today. May not have it on a lot, but they'll find exactly what you want at Claude Dolan. Cadillac. So Captain Steve Mullen just sent us a picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he had a client on his boat yesterday. Um, Her name's Cassandra. And she is a diehard fisherman. Yep. Okay, and we're going to work to try to get this lady on our show because she's got a very unique tattoo. Okay. Oh, Oh, yeah. Incredibly unique. You know, because a lot of times when we get out on the water, we don't have a, a measuring stick or a ruler. Right. To measure fish. Well, she's doesn't have to worry about that she's got a tattoo 
of a measuring stick on her, her arm. arm. On the inside, on the inside of, her of her arm. Forearm from her palm of her hand all the way up to her bicep. So she can, and, and I'm, I'm guessing that that's on her left arm, so she can grab the fish by with her right hand, hold the fish up as she lets her arm Swipe hang it. down, and then she can measure the fish. I think that's a cool tattoo. And, uh, and, and then she's, she's got not, a fish not tattoo very hard as well. to look at. She's not very hard to look no, at. She's either. a very attractive lady, and it's a cool tattoo. Did, we got to get her on this. Did you this see her left show. arm? That's what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. You, you, you totally missed the the, the the left arm. Yeah, that's the outside of yeah, the same arm. It's crazy. Yeah, oh, she's okay. got a fish tattoo on the outside of the left, and then on the inside is the fish ruler. So she's got a dove and a buck, also. I mean, that's yep. she's like outdoor. She's an outdoors woman. Queen. That's awesome. Yep, it's from Louisiana. He said. All right, we got we yep. got to try to get her on the show. That's wow. that's totally unique to talk about. You know, that the, is something. The else, origin yeah. of the tattoos there. Because you know, I mean, you're you're a, a dedicated outdoors woman when you've got all of that going on. <laughs> That's cool. That is cool. That is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll anyway. see if we can get him on the air. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Steve can uh, can make that happen. All right. Hey, look, uh, folks. Uh, Seen Hatchie River Club. Uh, is scallop season open still? No. No. Okay, so it's closed. But the fishing the, at this time of year starts to get really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite times of the we year. We need to do, we. Yep. Okay, we need to do a wintertime, okay, couples, outdoor show. Search and head. destroy. Yeah, research. I'm all over that, man. Okay, so let's. Uh, S- some some outdoor show research. Yeah, let's uh, let's kind of get that squared away and lined up. That would be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. It's, you know, like I said, Carrie and I went in March. When do the sheephead bite over there? March. Yeah, we need to do that. I'm all over that. Yeah, that's a that would be fun. You know, that's a very unique day because it, 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 it's it's not like it's just like where we go. You got to go offshore, offshore, and if it's in March, you're gonna have to pick your days. You know as well as I do how yeah. windy it is in March. You know, I tell you what though, that's got to be a blast. Oh my gosh! Because I heard they bite like crazy, dude. I've seen some pictures of, of, of what you've caught this week. It's been fishing's been really good. Wow. The yeah, dr- the drum, dr- the drum, head. the drum, the sheephead, the redfish bite. What's, what size on the drum? Um, puppy drum, you know, keepers, four, four to four to five pounders, yeah, eaters. Man, those I mean, are so good. They those are, are they are really good to eat. That's yes. the one fish that I would I would inshore fish that I would take ahead of a sheep's head. I don't know that I would take it ahead of it, but I mean, or I would sure too equal to it. I, I would equal I would sure it. cook them together. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, real good. I mean, yep. the guys were asking me the other day, they said, how good are these? I've heard these aren't very good. And I said, look. Yeah, you should have said, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just not yeah, I got, good. I'll, I got, I'll eat you know them. You know what? I got a couple buddies that eat these things. You They're know, nasty. Yeah, for, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, when you're filleting, I mean, got you look at the meat. less fortunate families we try to take care <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we give uh, these to the poor. I know this poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he's an old fisherman. Yeah. We'll give them to him. But, yeah, when you fillet them out, the meat is translucent pink. Mm-hmm. That should tell you something immediately once you cut them over. What have you been using for bait? Uh, we got really lucky. We got on some fiddlers. And How'd you uh, get them? Rusty just happened to get some in at B&M. Rusty always gets them. Yeah, he does. You know, and at we B&M. scooped up some, and then they ran out, and then Steve found some more. And, and um, it, was, it was very fortunate. They bit very, very good this week. Uh, the bull reds bit good, found some spots where they were biting it's a good time of year isn't it well and and here's another tip we talked about it a couple of weeks ago if y'all see these big old mullet coming out of the river make sure you carry a cast net with you and 
throw a net and get you a basket full of them and put them in Ziploc bags and put them in the freezer. The bull reds love them. I mean, it's 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 a yeah. But how, how do you how do you serve them up? I just cut them up into little baseball size chunks. You know, I'll take baseball a, size. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm putting chunks out there half the size of your fist. Really? Oh yeah. You're putting a chunk of meat out there. <laughs> I mean, I would have I would have thought golf ball. I, yeah, that's what I would have yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to put a big old chunk out there. You so, want, well, if if you put that big of a chunk, now the the aerodynamics of that big of a bait makes it challenging to hold it on the bottom. So you got to use how much weight? Six to eight ounces. That's a lot of weight. But I'm telling yeah. you, you're fishing in. 30, Are you using the uh, three way swivel? Yeah, you're fishing okay. in yeah three way swivel, thirty five to forty feet of water. I did find some this week in in twenty feet, and I found some last week in fifteen feet of water. Mm. You know, you just got to know where to look. And the thing that's kind of cool is that. And Leon brought it up. We were talking the other day. He called me on the telephone. He found something around the corner from us, and he said, you know, I, I lost my anchor, so I had to re-anchor, and I lost my scent trail. And, I, and, you know, and he was talking on the radio, and I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. Because the water's dirty. It's dark down there. They can't see it. <sighs> right. They smell it. And the thing about fresh mullet, it's, it's an oily fish. It does disperse disperse quite a scent trail Mm -hmm. and that's why we use those big chunks plus with this incursion of water that we've had from the south you know from orlando that's pushing through the st john's river all those hardheads that were up in the flats and the creeks are up in the main river now and they drive you nuts so if you put a little bait talking hardhead catfish yep little hardhead catfish yep if you put a little bait on there they just peck at it if you put a big old chunk on there, they can peck at it, but what it does occasionally, it does attract the bull reds to the bait. Sure. You know, they'll see I that flash that. Yep. or that white moving around, yep. and they'll go, hey, what's that? I yep. see something eating over there, and they go over there, and that catfish will like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, and I tell people the same thing, Jeff, with when we're fishing with live shrimp, and, and, and the pinfish are bad. Right. And, or the mangrove snapper. You, you're probably not going to catch them. But don't set the hook. Just let them keep eating it because a lot of times they'll attract a bigger fish over there, that, too. That's right. You know, same thing. You know, and, and a lot of times they'll peck the head off and they'll peck the tail off. But then if a redfish comes up, he's going to scoot them out of the way and he's going to eat it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do with the big chunks. I mean, you're putting a bigger chunk on there. You're going to sit there. I sat there yesterday and, and I was watching the rod tip and the guy's going, it's bouncing, it's bouncing. I said, don't touch it. I always make people What do you use them for a hook? Uh, I'm circle? Using, I'm using a, either seven aught a circle hook or a seven aught J hook. Okay. And I use I use uh, I don't use stainless steel. I'll use bronze or titanium because it'll rust. Yeah. You know because yep. if it gets buried down in there, I am not pulling it out. They okay. they they have a tendency to swallow a circle hook. I, really? I, yeah, they do. I, I, I agree with Kevin. Yeah, they do. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, and that's I, a, like totally goes against it, it everything does, that you're it, it, told it, it about does, a circle and, hook. And here it is: when he swallows a circle, you ain't getting it back. No. You know what? I, you know what I mean? I mean, it's 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 not it's not coming out, so you have to cut it off. Um, but it, it is it is very strange um, with those those big bull reds that they they have a tendency to swallow them. Because I, I used to use them a lot, Jeff. I always I, tell people if I can't see the hook, we're not even right, looking right, for right, it. Right, I'm but, just taking a knife and I'm cutting it. And, I, I, and I tried it on. The pokey pods, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. you know, I thought, you know what, I should go to a circle hook because, mm-hmm. and they would they would swallow it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Uh, um, when we come back on the other side of the break, because right now I want to go to the phone lines and bring up Harold because he uh, wants to talk a little bit of crab. When we come back, though, I want I want you to talk specifically about your your big redfish rig. But uh, for now, let's go talk to Harold this morning here. Good morning, Harold. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing this morning? Morning, buddy. Doing good. 
We, uh, I was just uh, getting ready to head out. Today's uh, opening, opening day of uh, stone crab. We can go pull our traps today. So, uh, oh, nice. Um, looking, looking forward to that. Not much better eating than that either. How, oh. how do you, how do you put out, and where do you put out stone crabs? <laughs> it's just like blue crab. Uh, um, they allow us to put out the stone crab traps ten days before. So we had about last Wednesday. They've been soaking for ten days, and. Uh, we're uh, we're getting ready to pull them. Just it, we just use the same regular wire trap as you use for a blue crab and in the intercoastal, and um, that's about it. You know, you're allowed a, a gallon per day per person. So so wait a so, minute. Uh, These stone crabs that you're catching, they're inshore. Yep. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. They're inshore. And then how, how do you how do you keep you know or how do you try to specifically target you know because a lot of people I, I don't have any idea and a lot of people don't have any idea you know because is a blue crab and a stone crab trap different? I mean, how do you target one and not the other? Do you catch both at the same time? You're, catch both allowed, at the same uh, time. Yeah, you catch them both at the same time, and you're allowed bycatch of either either or species when you uh, when you put your traps out. So, uh, and you asked about the traps. Now, South Florida they use a plastic style trap and or wood, and um, I found I've tried to use those here too as well, and I found that the uh, just a regular wire. Um, like blue crab trap catches better than any anything else I've ever used. So, yeah, I know um, when uh, I've had permission from one of my crabber buddies that you know a lot of times when he wasn't working and if I needed crabs, I would just pay him, and he would let me pull one of the traps. And when I would pull the trap, it would have equally as many stone crabs in it as it would have blue crabs. Okay, and I mean big All old. Right, so how many how many traps are you allowed to have, Harold? And uh, you know what's your is there a limit? How how does that work? Yep, yep. Okay, so um, recreational, you're allowed to have five blue crab traps and five stone crab traps, and you have to go and register them on FWC mm-hmm. at no cost. But um, so basically, you can have ten traps per person. So they okay. just have to be registered. They just have to be registered different. And there are a few uh, different stipulations between a blue crab trap and a stone crab trap. But um, all that stuff's on FWC. But uh, yeah, we're uh, got the boat loaded, fixing to go go pull these bad boys. Just want to hopefully we'll be uh, uh, melting some butter and some garlic this evening. Oh yeah. Now, now I got a question though. A gallon is that like like a gallon? So side of a five gallon bu- bucket, you can have a fifth of a bucket of stone crab claws per person or two gallons per vessel. So uh, a buddy of mine and I, we both uh, go together. So um, it's going to be the same either way, two gallons per vessel or uh, one gallon per person. So, um, And it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you really get a gallon of them, I mean, for, for a meal, it's, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good amount, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right, and send know, us some uh, pictures. Yeah, I will. I know Kyle's last year, uh, Kyle's Seafood, they were getting almost forty dollars a pound for the large stone crabs. Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Now, now, did, yeah. now, stone wow. crab. Okay, do you take just the claws? Is it the whole crab? No, you can take both Correct. claws. You can take both claws. Um, it has to it has to measure two and seven eighths inch long, and we actually have uh, plastic gauges just like you would lobster. And, um, so you guys are like deadliest catch, man. You got the measuring little plastic doohickeys. You're pulling traps, you know, in the rough seas, I, I water spraying up. And <laughs> No. I wouldn't Come take on. it that far now. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I know one thing. Early, early I know when we, 
I know when we <laughs> played with them, yeah. you don't get anywhere near them dang claws, yeah, man. Yeah, man, those things are you, thick. They, they move a little slower than a blue crab, but, boy, if they latch onto something, phew, son. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you eat them sushi hey, style? I wouldn't. Uh, no, nah, uh, not a crab. Nah. Just, I wouldn't just, personally, but uh, yeah, you just start to ask stir things up. All right, Harold, we got to take a break. <laughs> okay, sounds good, fellas. We'll see. All right, good luck. Send, send us pictures send now. Us pictures. We'll do. All right, 904-641-1010, if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. If you need some equipment to get the job done, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny is your home of Kubota, Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, all the steel power equipment, hot seat pressure washers, and a parts department that will simply wow you. I can tell you that. Uh, all right, uh, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We are live at the boat show. We're going to have Miss Erin on here shortly, and she's going to give everybody directions. The boat show starts at 10 o'clock. It's in the uh, the general area of Bay Meadows, and uh, and we're gonna have her give people directions, directions yeah. because we're we came in the the uh, I don't want to say the VIP side, but I mean it's like the private entrance for the vendors and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and security's <laughs> tight coming in that way. You ain't yeah. getting in that way. No. Uh, so we need to find out exactly where the front door would be. Is, no, it, it, is that it right there, kind of behind yeah. us? So, so the interesting thing that we talked about earlier is when, when you walk in. What are you here, laughing at, yeah. Chris? You're giggling. Yeah, <laughs> you just cracked me up. Security's tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. Security's tight. Tight, man. We got frisked when yeah. we came in here, yeah. man. But, but the one thing, the one ID. thing that surprised me is the number of boats. But the other thing that surprised me is the number of engines. You know. It's kind of cool. Yeah, That's, yeah, on the boats. Yeah. All right, so uh, I've been kind of holding this back uh, on our welcome to the Nimnik Family of Dealerships Outdoor Show yep. post on social media, which is on Facebook and Instagram. And if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen the post, uh, check it out, folks. Go to Facebook or Instagram and take a look at it. There is a picture of a boat that has these motors that are very different looking. Yes. And uh, Kevin, you took a ride. I did on this boat that is powered by these new diesel motors that uh, Ring Power is going to be carrying, or has, or they're going to be carry. the distributor. They're going to be the distributor. Yep. So these are a diesel they're outboard diesel motor. outboards, and I have been dying to hear these things run, run the boat, get on the boat, and you know this is a, this is something that that they've been working on for for years. Um, but so eight thirty Thursday morning, I got on the boat with uh, three or four other guys from from Ring Power, and dude, we went for a ride. We went out of uh, Trout Creek, went down the St. Johns River. Oh, nice! Went went underneath the Shands, went all the way to Julie Creek, <clears throat> and it's just not what I expected. I didn't expect the diesel outboard to to run like this. I, I it I mean it's if. It, the, 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 the reason I'm saying that is because if, if, if you got on the boat and they were running and you just took off, you would have no you would know any difference between a four-stroke and the diesel. Well, no, they don't smoke a lot they like don't, a diesel? They, they don't smoke. There's none. 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 Really? There's no emissions. There's none. Wow. No emissions. It's the craziest thing. And they are. How do they uh, sound? Do they sound like a diesel? 
sounds just like an outboard. Really? Yeah. Uh, and 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 they they ask me they say compare the, the the you know the the noise compared to a your 300 Yamaha and I would say they're five percent higher. Maybe noise. You're talking yeah. like decibels. Yeah, 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 if yeah, you, the yeah, unofficial decibel, decibel yeah, meter. Thank you. Yeah, you know. I mean, so, so yeah. They're, it's um, it was, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, you know, you're talking, uh, talking a diesel engine. All right. So you're talking almost twice the fuel. Okay. Twice the hours. Yeah. Um. It. it they. They are obviously more expensive, but I mean, if you start, you, you adding two and two and, and and putting it together, I mean, these engines mm. are they're going to pay for themselves. Uh, oh. And 450 pounds of torque. Compared to what? 180 on mine. Okay, so dramatically more. Yes. So you're talking a lot more speed. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. A lot more speed. And, and the, the, the cool thing is, is when you're doing 50 miles an hour in this Intrepid, they're, they're turning like 3,000 RPMs. What? Yeah, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you. It's You're cool. going how fast and turning yeah. three thousand RPMs? I mean, they, they don't. They they don't. You're going fifty five. We were doing fifty. Fifty, yeah. and you're turning three thousand yeah, RPMs. Yeah, little, little three thousand. But you to give people an idea that people that may not be familiar with outboard motors. I mean, typically your RPMs. Let's say you're turning three thousand RPMs. You're maybe going thirty miles an hour. Okay, so in three, a typical boat, three thousand RPMs on my boat. I'm doing twenty one. Yeah, yeah, twenty eighteen twenty. It's, it's, yeah, so typically yeah, but, less. But again, you're talking twins. You know, twin three hundreds yeah. on a on a thirty five thirty six Intrepid, mm-hmm. um, it, but that's it, it's it was it, yeah because if I'm turning way like impressive my, my Pathfinder if I was turning four thousand RPMs I'm going thirty six thirty six maybe yeah yeah maybe thirty five miles an hour right. somewhere right in that you yeah. know in that I mean range. a top end on a twenty four Pathfinder with a three hundred on the back running at fifty two hundred RPM you're maybe stroking fifty two miles an hour yeah. I was I was watching the RPM gauge the whole time. That was uh, that's pretty wild. It's it was it, now. Here's a question yep, that I have. Yep. Can you use off-road diesel <laughs> in the outboards? <laughs> I, that's I, a good question. That's a good, yeah. There's there's going to be questions that I can't answer, green, um, and I can't answer that. Can one. you use Greenwise? <laughs> yeah, Greenwise. Yeah, Greenwise. You know, I, I I I don't know. You know, and 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 the cool thing is, is this is. Um, to- totally ground level. I'm being high maintenance. You know, the sun's but, come up. But you, you, you know, you, you know, you know, ring power. They're not going to put anything out there. Yeah. That. That's junk. They, they're going to put their name on. Oh, they're going to test the crap out of it. Oh, they did. They, they. So they, is this uh, made by Caterpillar? No, it's made in the UK. Yeah. Really? Yep. It's made in the UK. That's that's wild. Yep. Yeah, it is. And uh, uh, what's the company? Cox. 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 K O X. C O X. C O X. C O X. Yep. Huh. Yeah, go go to our Facebook page and, and, and look at it. I mean, I was, um, you know, did you the, get a chance to take the cowling off and look at it? They, did they open? No, it up? they didn't open up the cowling. They wouldn't let you look at it. No, they didn't. Yeah, they they, they didn't. I mean, they would have if, if I would ask. But I, I mean, what the hell do yeah, I know? What's what Kevin like? gonna do? Yeah, right. I don't know. Oh, what we got here? Uh, you know, yeah, right. first, <laughs> first thing yeah. I want to do is look at it. Yeah. I mean, I want to see the mechanical part of it. See, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, my biggest thing was I, I want to hear. it. But, but I wanted to hear it crank. You yeah. know what I mean? I, there were so many things that, that, that you know, that the, the, the little things. Um, and, and just talking to these guys, man, they know so much about these engines. Um, so they're going to have dealers. They have motors here. Um, and they're, they're, they're going to have dealers. Uh, they're setting that up uh, in, in the state of Florida right now. I know, I know they're talking to Waylon Bay about it. So it's, it's, it's something that um, it's going to take off. Yeah. There's, there's no question. 
that if they if they continue to run like they they have been and the the um, the other outboards that that they had on this boat you know two weeks ago they had been testing for a while and they had over 200 hours on those and never never had a blip huh so it's mm. pretty cool so are they going to be the exclusive for Florida yes for the entire state of Florida ring power's got the exclusive on Distru- these cock diesel outboards yes that's cool yes yes it is cool yep it's way cool they, I, I mean they but they've been they 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 have been kind of the rock behind this whole thing too you know they're they're the ones been pushing these guys look we need to make this diesel outboard and, and the reason is the 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 first reason was is that they thought about all of the tender boats that go through the Bahamas or wherever and that, that diesel is much more readily available mm-hmm. at those places than gasoline so sometimes mm-hmm. they got to go from place to place wanting to get diesel wanting to get gas um, but now uh, they've they've started looking at it as in, in the recreational aspect and and uh, the interest is there I yeah. guess they've, they've had to have some some uh, discussion with the engineers for boats because the additional weight as you said 200 pounds yep. more yep. per boat yeah that's pretty significant yeah, on, a bi- on a bigger boat you know it's it's not a big deal no it's not on a smaller boat it, it will become a deal yeah and, and, and I asked him that I said let's just take for example my sea fox I've got a 300 Yamaha if I wanted to put a 300 Cox on that transom are we good? And it, 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 what they were honest with me. They said we would have to talk to the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. You know, to see about have, right. the engineering right. of the trams. Exactly. Handle yeah, there's got to yep. be con- some collusion because you're going to have to shore up the stern of those boats in order to acquire that torque. In collusion. The I don't know if that's the word you want to okay. use. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. They're they're going to have to have a discussion. There's going to have yep. to be a little bit of a partnership. Absolutely, yep. because you're talking additional weight Collaboration. and then a lot more Collaboration. torque. Collaboration. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because so we're we're talking about putting one on my new boat, and so I called the you know um, Valentino Manuel, who's the owner, and it is a, he, the first thing he's like, I, I'm very familiar with the motor. Really? Yeah. He said I, I've 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 researched it, I've done it, and he said because I he goes this weird thing. He said I, I was interested in trying to put one on the boat so he's like i do I, you gotta it, do it if, he, if it works you gotta do it i'm going to yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean if, if we get everything worked out but but manuel said i i, I am going to beef the transom up yeah you got to yeah, just yeah, for the additional yeah, weight just for the additional weight but sure. I'm, I'm, I'm i can you imagine how much conversation i would have oh my god <laughs> i mean having a diesel outboard well and, you know when, is, we, when it, we pulled up and tra- when we pulled up back to, to trout creek yeah there was a guy on a bass boat right next to us and you know we're all and he walks over and he goes are those diesel? And and he's like, that's the cool. So he goes, can you crank it up so I can hear it? You know, yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, that is awesome. So this yeah. was so this was twins you were around. Yes, and they were both three hundred. Yes. Did right you, now, that's all they make. Did they did they open three hundreds and that's it? That's it. Yep. Okay. Did you did you open them up? Oh yeah. So how what was your top end? Um, and that, what, on a what size boat? It's 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 thirty five thirty six intrepid. Okay, that's yeah. a big boat. That's six hundred. Yeah, eleven thousand pounds. That's a big boat. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, 000. they're heavy boats. And yeah. then you got how many three hundreds on the back? Two, two. Yeah. How, how fast? I think they said it'll do sixty. You know? Wow. Yeah. I mean, so it's um. It, it was it was interesting. It was it was fun. It's different looking. Uh, they, you know what they look they're like? Square looking. Well, yep. yeah, the um. In Star Wars, and then Chris, help me out. Star Wars, the uh, the bad guys, the mm-hmm. soldiers, they wear the white 
The stormtroopers. 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 Yeah. Okay, it it, it kind of looks like a stormtrooper kind of helmet. Yeah. 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 It does yep. have that feel. Yeah. It's yep. cool. So they 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 come in white or black. Okay. The the cowlings. Um, it's like I said. It's, That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's going to change. It, it, it's it's it's, gonna change it's absolutely going to change the marine, marine yeah. industry. Yeah. And now the, the big question is: Is are you going to be able to go over ten miles an hour when you're running them offshore? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking uh, okay. about. Okay, and, and 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 let's take a break. Let's when we come it. back, I'm okay, and, and I'm going to pose this question again. In the future, will you be able to take these outboards or any outboard for that matter and be offshore and go over 10 miles an hour on a boat 35 and plus. on a boat 35 and over, right. which is exactly the kind of boat that you were in? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. And yeah. uh, and we'll explain. After we do the gear tip of the week coming up right after this on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And it's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. If your business needs fuel or any of the associated materials, go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip, for years, you know, we've always had binoculars that we use in the outdoors, you know, because, you know, deer season is here. Yeah. And uh, we're all getting ready to hit the deer stand. And when you buy binoculars, they give you the old school wrap-around-the-neck strap. Oh, oh, not not the shoulder strap. You know, the round-the-neck yeah, yeah, strap. Yeah, round-the-neck where they're just hanging down yeah, around hang the down. belly button. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. And uh, after you have them around your neck for a while, they start to... Kind of pull on your neck, yeah, right? Do. Absolutely. And, and Favor's got a bad neck curve. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, they do. Know, they, yeah, he's got a bad neck, and so there's there's a. <laughs> How much? Let me ask you this, because my loopholes. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're. How much do they weigh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of the bigger binoculars can weigh a couple pounds. Yeah, I mean, I, I guarantee you, mine yeah. are a couple pounds. Yeah. They're, they're ten years old. Yeah, and you have you compact know? ones that are obviously yeah. much lighter, but they they there was a company that came out a few years ago, and it was called the Bino System. And they made this harness that you, you put your arms through, and then the binocular sat on your chest. And so the weight wasn't around your neck. It was over your whole torso. It was almost like wearing a backpack right? in some ways. Yeah, reversible. Right. And now there's a bunch of people that make them. And the price point has come down dramatically because I guess they had a patent on it for a while, and they had the exclusive ability to sell it. Well, now everybody's got one. Vortex got one. Bino Systems has one. I'm sure that uh, uh, all the other binocular manufacturer companies have companies that make it in their name, just like mm-hmm. we see with other materials. Well, these things are not expensive, and they're so worth it. And I, I would I, recommend. I, I, I actually need. A new harness, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, I actually just, I, I, I put a link up, and this one is through the Evil Empire Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's Vortex, Vortex, V-O-R-T-E-X, and these are very affordable. These are like I think eighteen dollars, mm-hmm. and for cool. for a Bino system, or actually twenty one dollars. Let me correct myself, twenty one dollars. And these are. This is a high quality strap. It's adjustable. You can make it looser if you wanted it to hang down by your belly. You know, like. Kirk's, you know, got more padding down there. So if you like it lower, you Not can anymore. loosen the straps <laughs> yeah. up. 
<laughs> you really are. You've leaned up. Yes. But if you want to keep it lower, you can loosen them up. If you want to keep it really high and tight and close to your chest, you can tighten it up a little bit. I mean, these things make all the difference in the world for comfort when you're hunting or if you're if you're like going on a nature trail and a hike, you know, yeah. and you want to take a, a, pair a of set binoculars. of binoculars, right. you can do this because you don't even really know that they're there because they're not around your neck pulling you down. I, I, I watch these guys, you know, obviously the, the, the outdoor shows, right? Mm-hmm. And like, let's just say they're hunting the prairies for mule deer bow hunting. Right. And they got a pair of binoculars on. I mean, they are on their chest you yeah. know what i mean yeah. when they when they pick them up they look and then they and then they go right back because with with bow hunting you can't have you can't have stuff dangling <laughs> you can't have a if pair of binoculars in string, dangling. Yeah. You're, you're in big trouble yeah. and, they, and they make i know a lot of people may end up looking around and seeing that there's other binocular systems that that are designed to go on your chest and that they have like almost like a uh container or a a system that the binoculars will go into to kind of keep them clean and dry and all that kind of stuff. And I will tell you, they're not worth the money. Right. I mean, the whole purpose of having binoculars is have them readily accessible. And if you're worried about them getting wet or them getting dirty, then you haven't bought a good pair of binoculars in the first place, and shame on you. You know, so buy a good set of optics, and then cheapest ain't always best. No, cheapest ain't always best, baby. That's for sure. And so <laughs> then, know? then you put them on your chest, and you and you'll love them. So anyway, that's a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Yeah, and and you know what, binoculars are definitely that way. They, the, the 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 better binoculars are, more expensive. I well, mean, and, and oh no, no, no and, and, and then let me kind of correct you a little bit. Okay, there. okay, because I, this is something that I've learned over the years, and that when you look at a binocular. And you see the ones that have straight tubes. Mm-hmm. Okay, in other words, when you where your eyes looking into, where it the bigger side the lens that's going out to where you're towards you're looking, and it's bigger. It's a, so it's a straight tube. Those are much more expensive than the binoculars that where you're looking in one area, but then the binocular kind of does this little change thing. Yeah, it gets bigger on the end. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, binoculars. You'll if you if you took a straight line where right. your eye and then the, and then the, the optic that's looking out. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you took a, and draw a straight line through there, like took a wire and went straight through, those binoculars are much more expensive to manufacture than the ones to where you couldn't put a straight wire straight through the lens. Yeah, they have that mirror in there. They have the bend. Yeah, the yeah. bend. Okay, and so if you're looking to get a higher quality binocular. Okay, that costs less money, you got to stay away from the straight lenses, okay, because those are more expensive to make. You have to do the ones that, because remember, but you, the, the binoculars our fathers had back in yes. the day, yeah. they, right. they, they went, your eyes looked in one spot, right. but then the, the open big part uh-huh. of the lens was in a different spot. Like right. a telescope. But a, like a crooked telescope, mm-hmm. it has okay. a mirror. It has a mirror, refraction mirror. Exactly. In there. Yeah. It's cheaper. That technology is cheaper to make a quality binocular mm-hmm. that style versus the straight tubes binocular. So right. if, if you're on a budget, you can get a higher quality binocular going with the old school binoculars that are crooked. You know, still work good. Yeah, that work good. So save you some money. They're a little heavier. Yeah. Do you remember when we had the guy from Leupold on? Yeah. And he was explaining all that. We're like, 
it was like way over our heads. Yeah. But it was it, it was it was cool the having was him on. Mr. Tim Lesser. Tim Lesser, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I still got him in my well, uh, yeah. In my in my phone book. Now, that was years ago. All right, let's take a break. We come okay. back, we have a very special guest on, Mr. Aaron. Sarah Johnson. Okay, is uh working this boat show. She's going to give everybody directions. She's going to tell them exactly what we have here at this boat show. Yeah, so wake up, get your coffee all nice and hot, put some cream in it, and get ready to listen. She's going to give you all the details you need. All right, and uh, you're listening, folks, to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And, uh, hey, if you're in the market for a boat, <laughs> we're, we're in the right spot today. We're at the Fall Boat Show, and Whalen Bay Marine is here. I went by there, and uh, I can see their Cape Horns, the Shearwaters, all the stuff that they carry. And uh, come on and see them in, in is Atlantic Coast Marine. Atlantic Coast is here yep. with Pathfinders and Very Cobias. Cool. Yeah, come on by. Yep, yep. Right now, uh, Miss Erin Johnson, who's uh, everybody's heard on this show before she's the uh famous co-host of the outdoor show <laughs> yeah yeah there you go <laughs> almost took kirk's job yeah kirk gave us some money so we brought him yeah, back i had to pay him off you know <laughs> you i've been saving those off. pepsi bottles for years man i had cases of them in the garage i think you get two cents a pepsi uh, bottle now good morning there good morning how are you i'm great yeah thanks for coming out it's good to see you guys yeah absolutely thanks for having us it, it was it was kind of funny jeff i I got here early with Richie this morning. We came in the gate, and we're getting everything set up. And I had talked to Erin yesterday. She said, I'll be there around 730 or 8. And we hadn't been here for five minutes. She pulls up. She said, good morning. Surprise. Like, yeah, surprise. I woke up at 415, and I just laid there. Yeah. I mean, you'd think I'd be able to sleep. I've been out here since 7 a.m. Monday morning. Right. No. Out here working, and I just I woke up, and then I laid there and laid there, tossed and turned, finally looked at the clock again. It was 510, and I, told my, I woke my husband up. I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to get up. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go meet this, the, the radio. He's just like God. I was the same way. Yeah. Five, five o'clock, I woke up and used bathroom and said, "Well, I got another hour." Then sat down. But see, the thing is, with me, bed. is if I yeah. fall back asleep and then I and then my alarm goes off, it, I had it set for six a.m. I would have been miserable. Yeah, you. Would've, I, I would have felt I, like I had partied all night. I, I, like, I, you know, <laughs> same way. When you wake up, you might as well get up because yep. if you fall back asleep, you're yeah, in for that's it. That's true. All right, so um, we came in the back way because mm-hmm. we're VIPs. Right, you got your IDs checked though. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, we're joking. Not about. everybody knows who uh, we, we, Kirk, Jeff, and Kevin. No, are. We, we came in the vendor, ac- I guess you did. the vendor access point, and so tell people how that they can get here to this boat show, which has a ton of boats, ton of vendors. Correct. And how they can get here through the front door, so to speak. Eighty-eight thirteen Western Way. Put that into your GPS. Western, Western Way. Way. That is the JTEC Institute address. Parking is at. The JTEC Institute. What, They'll J- park. What is JTEC again? They're a technical school yeah, here. And yeah. the reason why we're here is because they are a member of the North Florida Marine Association. I've been huh. working with them on some workforce initiatives. So they this have, is their area here. This is their South Campus parking lot. Okay. JTEC oh, okay. is an official Yamaha Marine University. Right. All right. So, so if, you, if you can't remember the address, just put in JTEC into your Google Maps Correct. or Correct. Apple, they whatever actually, that is. Teach people, instruct people on how to work on outboard motors, right? They do. And Yamaha specifically, they are one of the only official, you know, partners of Yamaha Marine um, here in the North Florida area. And, and like I said, I've been working with them on some workforce stuff. And um, he asked me, he said, when are you going to have another boat show? And I said, well, I'm trying to find a fall, a location 
yeah. for fall, but things have been kind of, you know, mm-hmm. not, not looking kind of grim. I can't find the space I need. He goes, well, how much do you need? And I, you know, I gave him a number and he goes, follow me. And he came out here and we, he brought me out here and I went, this will work. <laughs> this yeah. will Great. work. So, Perfect. Yeah, 8813 Western Way, which will take you to JTEC Institute. You're going to park in their lot and then there's a short walk over here to the lot. What's it cost um, to get in? It's $8 for adults. Kids 15 and under are free. And then we've got a military senior first responder um, discount at okay. $6 each. So. All right. That's yeah. cool. So, I mean, you got a lot of boats out here, which is surprising. Um, I'm happy to see the inventory starting to kind of come back a little bit. I right. have 77,000 square feet leased out to local dealers. And some non-local. Now, we've got a couple of um, – now, Pear Marine is out of North Carolina, but they do. They're they're moving into Florida. So, mm-hmm. so they have a, a Pear Marine Florida um, – uh, group now, I guess, that are promoting that here in Florida. And then we've got Deck Cat Boats as well. Um, I believe they're out of Cross City. but um, You familiar with the Deck Cat Boats? I uh, know. No. They're pretty. They're good-looking boats. Pear Marine, too. Both of those, both of those have some good-looking boats. Is that the little teeny cat boats? Like a pontoon kind I, of? Yeah. I wouldn't so, call them teeny, but. So the owner is, is very good friends with Fred Miles. Okay. Yep. And he said, "You guys go over there and talk to him because he, he came. He came all the way from Cross City." And I said, "Okay." And there are also a lot of those boats they run out of Steenhatchie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So jo- Jody Griffiths is is helping them design boats also. All right, Jody, with, that uh, with Steenhatchie River yeah, Club. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So we have a lot of connections with yeah. with them also. Very cool. Yeah. So we got some here. We got an amphibious boat over there. I don't know if y'all ever get amphibious. It. You know what that is? What do you mean? I thought they were all amphibious. It's got wheels. <laughs> no way. You take it off your trailer at the boat ramp, and you just drive, wheel it it right, drive it right into the water, and then the wheels come up, and then you float along. Whoa. It's over there in the back corner. Well, now, now, what would That's, be the application for that? What do you mean? So, like, I mean, we could fish out of that? Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> go check it out. It's can at, you imagine? We need, I mean, you we need can to fish get, out We need to go ahead and let, we'll drive yeah. that down to Guana Lake. Yeah. Let's, let's expense it. Talk to our CPA. Let's get that. Yeah. And then we can... We can do the, all the, like, when we do an event like this, yeah. we can roll up in our little mm-hmm. amphibious yeah, vehicle. The craziest thing, one of the craziest things I ever saw was a guy on a four-wheeler at the ramp. Drove it right down the it ramp. It looks like a four-wheeler. Yep. It drove it. It, it went, went, went out in the water. That's exactly like, what this boat it's does. It's amphibious. Yeah, it's amphibious. Four-wheeler. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. All four of the tires. So this spinning. amphibious thing, wow. people can go check <laughs> on, like, check it out, walk yeah, on it, Augie's and look boats. at it. Augie's Boats has um, over here in the corner in the back, they've they've got their boat there, which is the amphibious boat. they got a couple other boats. But, you know, other than those three that are kind of new to the scene, you've got all your, your regular local dealers, Atlantic Coast Marine, uh, Jacksonville Boat Sales, Jacksonville Marine, Yamaha Marine, Wayland Bay. I mean, I've got... Del Marine, Adamac Marine. Don't I got forget everybody out here. I know. I got everybody. <laughs> but I got 77,000 square feet of nothing but boats. So That's if, you, awesome. if you've been trying to find a boat, you might want to come check Today's it out. Today's a good day. Today's a good day. And I notice you've got a lot of tents set up out here. Yeah, so I you've got, got a lot of vendors. Uh, I do have some 10 by 10 vendors, exhibitors out here as well. Yep. Right. Kids Zone, sponsored by Freedom Boat Club. Bring your kids. Kids can play and have a good time. Uh, food trucks, beer and wine tent. We got four different got, food trucks. You got coming. John Deere tractors out here, Hello. too. I got John Deere. Yeah, that's AgPro. Hooks us up with the tractors to help us set up our boats, and, and, and we let them have their tractors I'll on display. I'll take that one right there. Man, back I, love a good, I love a tractor. Oh, uh, me too. My, uh, my father-in-law, just a quick story. My father-in-law ended up getting a tractor very similar to the size of those two that they have here with a front-end loader, you yep. know. Got the grapple, you know, in the yep. front, yep. bucket, and mower i mean and hurricane ian was the greatest thing that ever happened to him because <laughs> he could use it because he's got like this 20 acre little 
piece of you know ground down in Deland. And so he's cleaning up and yeah. helping the neighbors clean up. And <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's just, you know, a pig in mud. One of my site guys uh, did not know how to drive a tractor. And huh? One did and one didn't. So he taught him this week, and he's now he's hooked, and he says, I'm going to get one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got a few acres over there in that, like, Rivertown area. Oh, like, yeah. Not in Rivertown, but out there at the river, kind of yeah, so, where Weedman's is, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, you don't, ha- you don't have a tractor? Yeah. I think he's going to have a tractor yeah, here in the next couple weeks. So, Aaron, we were talking a couple segments ago, and, and uh, we got away from it because we got busy talking about something else, which is, happens quite frequently on the show. Yes, it does. <laughs> but we were talking about 10 miles per hour speed zone potentially offshore. Right. And uh, and this, obviously, because you work with the boating industry, this is something that uh, – this is a it's very big topic. Yep. Big issue. Yep. And I, and I, and I put a link up on our facebook page and it was a link to keep america fishing.org's website and the north atlantic right whales mm-hmm. are there's people that are concerned about that because there was a whale boat collision a couple years ago right out of the inlet in st. right augustine. out of st augustine mm-hmm. and because of that one collision now we have an overreaction, which typically happens in a case like this. And, and a lot of times it's an opportunity for some people that don't want to see people offshore fishing. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity for them to try to limit the access to our oceans. Absolutely. And uh, they're talking about a speed restriction from Massachusetts to North Florida mm-hmm. that would restrict speed to 10 knots, which is 11.5 miles per hour or slower, from November to April or May. It'd take you six hours to get out to fishing grounds if you if that if that was put in place. You wouldn't go. You wouldn't go. No, you're not going to go. No. This was proposed by the National Marine Fisheries mm-hmm. Service. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about boats that are 35 feet or longer. Which That's doesn't affect me. My husband and I have a seven or 27. Yeah, but, but the, we can't say that. It's, it's going to affect, affect everybody. everybody. Yeah. Right. Well, they're talking but, about the fact that it right. generates $6.3 billion in sales and supports 61,000 jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you're thinking about canceling 61,000 mm-hmm. occupations, notwithstanding all the hotels, mom-and-pop bait shops. Yeah. The stores that's that sell a, hooks. That's a low Tourism. number. It's a big low according, number. According to, probably double to Noah, yeah. just to give you a little a little data here, according to NOAA, the, uh, which is uh, N-O-A-A, there are 9,000 recreational boats that would be affected by this ruling, mm-hmm. while the KeepAmericaFishing.org estimates said they believe it's more closer to 63,000. Yeah, that's a, come on. That's it's going it's it's to kill the industry. Um, especially for my dealers, you know, we're associated. But I've been advocating. I've written letters to Rutherford. I've been. I've written a letter to, to NOAA. I've actually um, met with a group of people, meeting of the minds, if you will. So we do have some local organizations that are trying to band together and, and work together to advocate against it. But you know, this is already that rule's already in place up north. They're just trying to extend it down. It's already in place. The, there's the rule is already in place up north. Oh, so th- this rule has been in place already. I didn't it's, know that. it's in place up north. Yes, it's in place up north. But they're talking about Massachusetts to but, And now that but it's already right. So what the the rule is it's it's actually an amendment to the already in place rule. That's why they're calling it proposed amendments. Right. I don't know if you've gone on and read or seen that no. word amendment because this is already in, pl- in place up north. So now what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring it further down south because of the incident that happened down here. Yep. And they're trying to take it all the way down. I think it goes all the way down south to the Melbourne area. So they're trying to just 
They're just trying. And this is what happened. See, it, it got put in place up there. Right, exactly. And that's that was the first that, that's nail the in the coffin. The door. Right. And then now here they go. And this is how they slowly try to take your rights away from you, you know. And I'm I'm probably getting on a soapbox here. But <laughs> no, this is we're how with it you. starts. Yeah, we're with you 100%. This is how it this starts. Is, yep. So it was already in place. Now they're trying to bring it down a little further south. Next thing you know, they'll take it down to, no, down to the Keys. Nobody will be able to, to go out. But, yeah, we've been advocating against it. I've, I've already – my board and I discussed it. I've already written letters to Rutherford. Rutherford's trying to, to help us out, you know. Well, the thing that kills me is since 2008, there have only been five small vessel strikes on right whales, mm -hmm. while there have been 5.1 million fishing trips over the same period. So, right. So the we're talking about not, a boat strike in less than – Right. What is it? Uh, one in a million. One in one a million. million. Right. One in a million. Yeah, so, I know. I sat on the I, I don't know if you guys sat on the webinar. They did they did three different webinars to explaining why they were proposing this. No, I, I, the NOAA people, yeah, you know, and they they said we at, Scott Stanley, who is the president of the Northeast Florida Marlin Association, said how many right whales are there in existence? Less than three hundred and fifty. How many do you want? Like, okay, so give me a number. Like, if that's if you're saying you're trying to like not make them extinct, how many do you want? They said. Well, we need to have thousands. Yeah. And the guy said, okay, so how long, Steve said, so, or not Steve, but Scott said, how long would it take then to get there? So you're talking about from 350 to thousands. Oh, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking, that's how long they're wanting this to go to be. I mean, it's like they're out of their minds. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. Yeah, and and, I, mean, and I, I put the link up to the story, but. If you are on that website, which is keepamericafishing.org, I would encourage everybody to sign up to get their news newsletters and notifications. But then they also have a link at For the top comments. from the menu, which is called Take Action. Mm -hmm. And then you can click on every different link. And then they help you send a letter to our representatives to let them yeah. be aware of what your feelings are on these things. And I so, did that. Yeah, I did, I did it, too. it as well. Yeah, I, Kirk sent it to me, and then I got stuff. I sent it to all you guys, and I sent it to Marco Rubio, to yep. John Rutherford, yep. to me Rick too. Scott. So, I mean, we've got to get our voices heard, folks, because they're, they're pushing to do this, just like they wanted to close bottom fishing. Yeah, and, 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 again, what you said and earlier, hold, hold on just for a second. Just because you have a 24-foot boat – doesn't no. mean a damn thing. No, because no. that's next. It's, it's next. next. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, it, and you know. that's what I was getting at. Was it doesn't it? It affects all of us as a, yes. we're, we're a community. We're a family. All yep. of us, right? Because yep. all right. So it doesn't affect me personally. But this, like I said, they slowly start taking it. Yep. Next thing you know, they'll move it up to twenty-two, and yep. uh, you know, and over. But but one thing I wanted to tell wanted to say is you know they originally had closed comments September thirtieth, and then they extended it another month. So now. You can go and make comments to NOAA on their website. There's, a, there, you know, to make your comments heard until the 31st of October. So, yeah, and, and be nice. So, be nice. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to be vulgar. My mom always says you catch more flies with honey. but um, Your mom's right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with your mom. I know, but sometimes it feels better with a fly <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes you need to use. It's, it's fun. Sometimes it's fun to put a little honey on the table right. and then have a fly swatter in your hand. Yeah. Oh, and then whap. Yeah. I know. There's nothing wrong with firm diplomacy and speaking to people and saying, look, I strongly object to this, and here's the reason why. And if you do this, you're going to cause a lot of anguish, and this won't be the end of it. No. I mean, th there'll be more people upset about this and lives ruined because of a poor decision. I and mean, they're over overreacting to a situation that happened, though it was tragic. We don't want that to happen, but that's one in a million. Yep. One in a million. Come on. And I just want to point out one thing. You had mentioned the bottom closure, you know. So now we've got the bottom closure 
you know, that they're discussing, you've got this. The problem with the two and the difference between the two is the bottom closure has to, it, it, it affects the, the fisheries, right? Right. So that has to pass more desks and get more signatures for that that's one to correct. pass. Right. This 10 mile does, an hour does not. It does not. That, that's what it I It does not have too. to pass as yep. many desks and get as many signatures. So right. there's a higher chance of that one going through than the bottom. Now, of course. Especially given the political climate that we're in right now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's very Crazy. diplomatic way of putting that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that absolutely note, true. So we, everybody we, needs to go in and make comments yeah, on yeah. both, but definitely, you know, let your voices be heard. All right. Sure. Well, if, if you think Thank of you. something that we forgot to talk about, um, yep. we're going to grab you again. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Maybe in the nine o'clock hour or something Yeah, that's like fine. That. I'm going to go and... I know Run you got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look at all nervous. Yeah. 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 Boatjacks.com. Stay off the coffee. She yeah. was giving us the mean, the, the old stink eye. Yeah. Because we, we had her here for the last segment. We didn't get her on. Yeah. Aaron was giving us the stink I eye. I was not. I She's was like, hey, I, I, I could have been doing stuff in that last <laughs> segment. Yeah, I need to yeah. get out of here. You guys are wasting my time. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Anyway, let's take a break. Yeah. Say it. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, thank you, Aaron, and we'll talk to you again yeah, here. I'll come uh, back. Folks, uh, we're right here with at the uh, boat show. Again, uh, JTEC Institute. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to find it, just put that into your GPS, and it will take you right to the entrance here for the boat show that's here at uh, Western Way. 8813. 8813 Western Way. And uh, if you'd like to join us this morning, I know we got Top Gun coming up if you'd like to join in with him. Here on the Nimbic Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter, 904-641-1010. He's so deaf he doesn't even hear it, does he? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> you heard it. I heard it. <laughs> We're talking about Kirk. He messes with his microphone. Oh. He just popped my ear, Chris's ear, man, Kevin's I, ear. That's like instant headache. Yeah, that yeah. felt terrible. Okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Bunch of Hey, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, our event's only a couple weeks away. <laughs> yes, and if is. you haven't signed up yet, go to Hagen Coastal Outfitters' website and sign up because if you're in attendance okay you got to sign up in advance okay and then you got to be there which is out in glen st mary which is leonard the lizard store out there the hagen hagen ace hardware store in glen st mary the hagen cool slout fitters is inside of that hagen ace hardware store okay they're going to be giving away these uh swag bags there's like a thousand swag bags for the first thousand people i mean the value of that i think is like 150 bucks with a T-shirt, uh, shirt uh, by Jeez. Hook in every one of them. And then uh, they've got uh, all these things to give away, like four kayaks and grills. I mean, it's crazy the amount of stuff that's going to be there. They've got vendors cooking food. I mean, it's going to be uh, a little hoedown <laughs> on November 5th. So if you if you don't have any plans and you're looking for something to do, man, that November 5th the holiday kickoff special at Hagen Coastal Outfitters in Glen St. Mary is going to be the place to be. We have uh, Kyle Rawson coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, main clothing. He's mm-hmm. got stickers and some shirts that are going to be there. So uh, looking forward to all of that. So you just yeah. gave us the lowdown on the hoedown. Yeah, the lowdown on the hoedown. That's, the, a, that's correct. The hoedown lowdown. That's right. Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. Top Gun's been hanging on for a little bit, so let's uh, welcome him into the show. I feel the need for speed. What's going on, boys? Man, it's all it's all good, man. We're at the boat show. We got boats. We got uh, tractors. We got amphibious amphibious vehicles here. Uh, yeah, it's Pretty a good cool. place to be, Top Gun. I and, uh, and I believe you could get a discount 
you're a senior citizen, right? I mean, $6 discount, you get $6 Correct moon fee to get in. So, hey, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Top Gun salute for Billy the Kid and his song about the show. Oh, yes. my God, it was incredible. Oh, you're too kind. Very well Fantastic. done. Fantastic. He needs to get a band. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he does play in a band. Yeah. He already plays in a band. The church band. Church band. Ah, okay. Okay, well, he needs to get out on tour on the circuit. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, my. Yeah. We, yeah, we, 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 need, we, need, we need him here, Top Gun. Maybe it <laughs> could be another third day. Here's the interesting thing about the song. I had ten different people come up to me, and all of them asked me the same question. Which one of the boys broke wind? <laughs> and I, oh, 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 it wasn't us. It was not any. It was not it any was of the not. three of us. No, it absolutely not. not. Oh, it was. It was oh, a caller. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> because I listened to the, was listening to the show, and I heard that guy that called in. But there was another time that one of you boys did it. No, 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 no. Well, now we may have done it, but, but not to the point where it was audible over the air. <laughs> But cause, well, trust me, Top Gun, there has been many times on this show that wind has been broken in the studio. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah, and we, most well, of the time, I'm, it's Kirk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I'm, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just Oh, yeah, I'm when, famous for eating all that Mexican food and all those hot, spicy food. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Raj, there. I'm just, I'm just saying when that happens, I mean, you got to own that. You, you remember that? I've been telling Kurt that for years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Top Gun, you remember the Flintstones? And they had yeah. the Grand Moose Lodge, yeah. and they had a guy yeah. that controlled the Moose Lodge. He was called the Grand Poobah. Grand Poobah. We have the right. Grand Poobah sitting right here. Cool. cool. He likes to think that I mean, anyway. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, if you're, uh, right, if the you're, si- silent majority always rules, right, uh, Kevin? Oh my gosh! If yeah. you're at a party, but or let's let's be honest. Of- let's let let's be honest. Just just stop right there, Top Gun. There is no person gassier around here than Loggerman. That's, that's what? just the way yeah, it is, that's man. True. That's, that's true. Oh, man. You gotta, dude, dude, you <laughs> gotta own it. Oh, you come guys, on, yeah, come, on. come on, man. Kurt, stop. <laughs> you gotta own it. I agree with Favor. He's yeah. right. Kevin's right. Man. It's an empirical fact. It's not <laughs> it's even like, an opinion. That's why Kevin sits on one end of the booth, <laughs> and I sit on the other end, and Jeff's in the middle because sometimes yep. the cloud goes north, and that's sometimes why I'm, the cloud goes south. That's why I'm in another room entirely. <laughs> and then Kevin's right. right. Chris and, and, and you can close the door. Chris can yeah. just close the door and look through the window. Yeah. So great, great subject, Top Gun. Yeah. There we go. Now, yeah. now um, did you say earlier that there was going to be a real high tide at Mayport? Oh yeah, well we just went through a, a big old moon. Yeah, Hunter's moon. full well, moon. There, Hunter's moon. Hunter's there moon. goes, there goes all the bahia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Top Gun. I, yep. I, I, I rode, I rode by and saw them putting that down and went, "What the what? That ain't gonna work." 
Oh, I know. I saw that. And I thought, what a total waste. I guarantee there's a 90% of a pallet of grass. What are they doing? What are they talking about? Trying to grow bahia grass no, yeah, in the sand? It, yeah, it, it they don't understand the, 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 the top gun bahia bahia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Kirk, right. Kirk, Kirk called bahia grass earlier on the show, and he said bahia. Right. So tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Top Gun is is on that like stink all do. Yes, yep. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Hey, listen, um, you know how I always get this scoop for you boys. Yep. And, um, you know, I made a couple of phone calls about those uh, boys in uh, Ohio that Uh put the weights in the fish. Yeah, the in cheaters. In the fishing tournament? Yep. Yeah, the cheaters. Yeah. Cheaters. And uh, so I made a couple of calls and found out that those boys are going to get charged with uh, grand theft yeah, and cruelty to fish. And cruelty <laughs> to fish. Okay. And uh, I figure <laughs> if they're found guilty... They might get the electric eel chair. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Not the old electric eel chair. Oh. All right. So, uh, by the way, just to follow up on the uh, on the fishing tournament where these guys might get the electric eel chair, <laughs> a grand jury has indicted Runyon and Kaminsky on the charges on charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, and possessing criminal tools. According to the Cuhoga, what? Probably mispronounced. Cuhoga County Prosecutor's Office. I don't think that's right. It's C U Y A H O G A. Can you do better? I I think I think we got some. Kirk, you don't even try it. Somebody out there knows your your reputation as a wordsmith is not very good. Isn't it Cuyahoga? Damn the Bahia. Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Okay, that sounds good. Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Thank you, Chris. The charges are fifth-degree felonies, meaning they could each bring a punishment of up to 12 months in prison and $2,500 in fine. Now, now that's Mm. that's per charge. So, uh, and then they go on to say, uh, the prosecutor says, I take all crime very seriously, and I believe what these two individuals attempted to do was not only dishonorable, but also criminal. End quote. The anglers also face a misdemeanor count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, a charge related to raw fish fillets they allegedly had on their boat. It wasn't allegedly. Yeah. For goodness, why would they? St- I mean, let's stop with that. I mean, well, the, all that stuff it. was confiscated by Fish and Game as evidence. If they're convicted of that crime, their fishing licenses could be suspended indefinitely. That's what needs to happen for sure. Uh, this case of apparent. Uh, Piscine perfidy. Oh boy, here's another one. Seriously, there you go. P-I-S-C-I-N-E. Mm. Yeah, that's relating to fish. Is a a legal term, I guess. Relating to fish. Yes. Perfidy erupted two weeks ago when inspection of their catch at the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament in Cleveland found that a fish had stuffed, uh, have been stuffed with lead weights and fish fillets, and they were trying to win twenty-eight thousand seven hundred sixty dollars. So anyway. The uh, the story is not over. No, and uh, and I guarantee you that there will be quite a bit of people in attendance once these guys go to trial. I, I can't I can't wait to see how they weigh up on the scales of justice. That's a good. Yeah, one, Chris. I, I like that. That's a, that's a, very good. That's a fish joke. Listen, this, thought I had you hooked. Again, I like we, we we talked about this last week when they were doing this. It, it made me sick. I mean, seriously. I mean, I it, 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 it. I I just. 
I have participated in so many tournaments to watch him do this. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, hey, uh, Roy, Roy Forbes Jr. wanted to, uh, gave us a shout-out on our Facebook page, said, hey, just letting you guys know I'm a tire outlet in Green Cove Springs, listening to the show, love supporting your sponsors. Well, nice. That's Ray, my we appreciate tire that. And that's, uh, we appreciate you and, uh, and appreciate you um, all visiting our sponsors, yes. all of them. They're all great. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. If you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 1010. All right, let's not waste any time here. Let's uh, jump right to the phone lines. And uh, we got Steve, Bill, and Sean. So let's jump uh, with Steve first. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. So I was thinking about uh, how far the Christmas shows come, or can we even say that anymore? But the first one was so many years ago, and how big it's gotten is pretty cool. Well, and we got two of them now. We got the holiday kickoff at Hagen, and then we have our Christmas show down at Ring Power this year. Yep. So we got we get, we're double oh, dipping wow. this yeah, year. Yeah, we are. And uh, and by the way, um, uh, Steve, I got them yesterday. Our new. Um, Yukon Outfitters oh, cool. Outdoor Show logoed 30-ounce tumblers are here. We have a limited supply of them. We're going to have 96 of them to be exact. Cool. cool. And we will have them out in Glen St. Mary on November 5th. And then uh, whatever we have left over, we'll have for the Christmas show, yep. or we can get some more. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. We'll see I'll how, how, how it goes. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fun. I wanted to just fill in a couple of the blanks from your last conversation about the whales. Um, you, know, you guys all know I, I typically talk about kingfish and, and Spanish mackerel and king mackerel and cobia and all that good stuff, but we spent the better part of our meeting this year, first day, talking about the right whale and that subject. Now, hold on, Steve. And, Explain to people the meeting that you're talking about because you're a part of what organization? It's the South Atlantic Marine Fisheries Advisory Panel. Uh, typically for cobia and mackerel, king mackerel, Spanish mackerel. And we talk about legislation to do with those species and different rules and ideas people might have, and it's a split between commercial fishermen and recreational fishermen. But okay. every once in a while they bring up subjects like these to get our input on. And they have speakers and that kind of thing come and talk to. So, <clears throat> but, uh, so a couple what are your thoughts? That, well, I mean, it's you know, I, my personal thoughts are it's absolutely ridiculous what they're proposing just because they've, they've done this so quick and it's been such a knee-jerk reaction. But the problem with this versus, like, versus, say, cobia, they're going to add three inches to the overall length, right? That's something that, that gets commented on, that gets voted on. This is all being done by the people that, that, that manage the um, endangered species, so people like th that could make rules against bald eagles or spotted owls. It's the same group. So I don't have a lot of experience doing with them, but I do know that they've got a little more of an iron fist than some of the other groups. Um, and based on the number of whales, that's that's where they're coming from. So, for example, bottlenose, bottlenose dolphin, there's an acceptable number of man-created deaths, so boat strikes. And I believe that number is 25 a year. So it's okay to kill 24 dolphins before they raise an eyebrow. With the whales, it's one. One. So that's where that that's where that one number came from. Wow. And and we get to make motions that go before 
the committees, um, along with public comment, um, ours kind of get moved to the top. And one of the things that we talked a lot about was the technology around tracking these animals. And the closures are supposed to be around the seasons where they might come in contact with boats and people. Right. And if that's the, if that's the case and we're tracking them anyway, why can't there be a way that they say, hey, guys, you know, we spotted four whales uh, in this area. Stay away. It's 10 miles an hour within five miles of this spot. Right. And that seems that seems to be the consensus among the group. Like, hey, if they're going to do something, let's let's try to put some common sense to it and use the technology we already have. Yeah, but Steve, that just makes way too much sense to be a rule. <laughs> I mean, well, I, it that just seems totally way, unreasonable to be reasonable. Right. Way too easy. Yep. 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 And if you look at the map, the northeast Florida area, out 50 miles, is the only area that has that large of a, of a, of a closure, if you want to call it that. Yep. Everywhere else um, is only out, like, probably five miles, if, I, if, I'm, doing, if I'm looking at the map properly. So it's almost, it's not that it's unfair because we get those calving females so close to us, but, I mean, that's a big swath of ocean. Yeah, it's a big it area. Is. All right, brother, we, we, we got to run. Thank you, buddy. Yep, yep, you got yep. it. See you. All right, let's, uh, let's go and talk to Bill. We got Bill and Sean next. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. You guys doing a great job. This is the second time I've heard you on here. But Second time? What are you doing, Bill? Where, yeah. I said second. It's only the second time you've heard the show? Right. Well, I mean, hey, Bill, by the way, we're on every Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10. Okay, we've been on for 25 years. Okay, let's uh, let's make sure you put that on your schedule, your itinerary. Well, let me get back to what that gentleman was just talking about. (laughs) Go ahead, Bill. We understand. Go ahead, buddy. He said the magic word when, when the iron fist. It all has to do with greed. All these people have no idea what it's like to be in the ocean. They study these critters and these animals from a damn book and all this other technology. And it's just to show you how they're trying to push everybody out. It's the same way with the net ban. You're not going to be able to get enough people to vote against these people because they have the money to support to push it down their throat. And when I went to get a fuel separator yesterday for my boat, which hasn't been used in so long, it's unreal. But anyway, I went in there to get it, and there was a boat on a trailer that it just was just awesome. Uh, it couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I thought yeah. when we had a 26-foot charter boat, we were doing something. We were. But, we were but, way back then. The Bill, Bill, you got to let everybody know, too, this is Captain Bill Groves who right. ran fishing charters out of Mayport for how many years? 30, 35 years? 38. 38 yep. years. Yeah, Bill, how old are you now? Bill, Bill how old are you now? 89. 89. Anyway, those people are going to get the votes. From people that have no idea what they're talking about, it just sounds great. Well, good luck, because I have got videos of these these whales 
when I had my students out teaching them about different things, eye to eye, we were, and Wimpy Sutton was there with us. I took videos of all this with these right whales, and you can very easily see them. And yep. if you can, they can never prove to me or anybody else that there is more than one right whale that is hit with a propeller from an outboard engine. Period. That yeah, when they go hard. down. Yeah, it'd be a hard, like Kevin said, it'd be hard to prove that. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. But they're well, Bill, gonna, we appreciate your input. Gonna, we really do. They're going to they're gonna whitewash this and push it down people's throats. Do you realize that right now you cannot, you cannot buy, you cannot, if you are a shrimper, you cannot go shrimping. The price of shrimp, you can't even sell them because the import from pond overseas have taken over the market and a damn 16-count shrimp right now at the dock to Gerald is a dollar fifteen cents a pound. I know. Wow! And fuel is four dollars and thirteen cents. That's non. That's non uh, taxable fuel. Diesel fuel. I saw saw a place that um, occasionally I'll buy shrimp from. Bill, side of the road. It's a cool place. You go by there, Jeff. Four dollars for ten pounds. What? Yeah, four dollars for ten pounds. That's what they're selling. They can't get rid of them. Right? You're kidding. Exactly. Now, if you want to buy shrimp, now's a good time to go down to uh, four dollars for ten pounds to Gerald's place down at Mayport and buy it. Bill, thank you so much. We we got to take a break. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, so good to hear from you. Yeah, it is. You guys are doing a great job. Keep keep fishing and hunting as long as you're able, and thank the Lord every day. Yep. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate Cap. God bless. 641-1010 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Diving Duck Recruiter. When we come back, we've got a Ring Power Tip of the Week. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Recruiter. It's time now for Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry, which means it's the most dependable. And so if you're looking for a piece of equipment to do a job right, go to ringpower.com to learn more. And don't forget, soon, if you're looking for an outboard diesel motor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, go look at the Facebook, the, the pictures. Welcome to the Outdoor Show this morning. And um, some pictures that I took earlier this week. I, I actually went on um, a boat ride with, with twin 300 diesel outboards that's going to, to uh, be distributed by Ring Power. Um, pretty cool stuff, man. Really cool stuff. Yeah, and in this week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week, you know, we talked earlier about these uh, boat speed restrictions that are on the table that could a- affect the Atlantic Coast anglers. And it's, this is a serious issue, and we encourage everybody to go to keepamericafishing.org. We've provided the link on our Facebook and our Instagram page. And there is a tab, if you go to the menu, and it's called the Action Center. And then you can click on that, and then you can send letters to our representatives to make sure that they're aware of how strongly you feel about this issue, if you do. The other thing that I would encourage you to do is when you get that pull down tab there is also a a uh, menu item that you can click on which is join us click on that as well you know the one thing i think that 
we all have to understand is that when it comes to rules and a lot of things that are happening with our society, when you make somebody aware of how you feel, that's what you have to do, but you have to do it in the right way. And we, years ago when Kevin, you and Kirk, you took that drive up to Washington, D.C., and we, we said this at that time, is that when you go to a representative's office or you talk to somebody that is a representative politically of our district or state or whatever, one of the first things they ask you is who you are, what you represent, and how many people do you represent. Yeah, they want to know how many constituents are going to be involved. That's Correct. Right. And so this is a way to make sure that, that our voice is heard. KeepAmericaFishing.org, for, uh, folks. Uh, join it. Uh, take action. And then be aware of all the issues that are affecting us. You know, look, and if you're a bass fisherman, this thing doesn't affect you that we're talking about with the whale issue, go 10 mile an hour or 11.5 mile per hour zone offshore. Right. But it does affect you because that's part of our hood. Yeah, no, no question. We, we talked about that. Yeah, it, it, If you got a 24-foot boat and you're like, oh, this isn't going to affect me, to heck that it's not because you know what else everybody's going to do? They're going to start fishing inshore. Because it can't go offshore, so you're going to have a million people inshore fishing when because they can't go offshore anymore. It's going to you know? stress the fishery out. Oh, it's just it's, it's going to change everything. Yeah, keepamericanfishing.org, folks. Uh, please go to it, be aware of it, join it, and be aware of all the issues that are going on. And uh, there's another organization that we're a big fan of, and for multiple reasons. One, because they get behind a lot of great efforts around our state and beyond the state but also because they have one hell of a great race that we follow, which is the Florida Skiff Challenge, yes. which goes around the entire state of Florida, and that's Captains for Clean Water. And we're bringing up now a, a gentleman that is a member of that great organization, Captains for Clean Water, but uh, most importantly, he is the co-owner of a clothing line called Mank. And our two brothers started it, Keith and Kyle Rawson. And we have Kyle on the phone right now. Twins. Twins. Born on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> same birthday. How about that? <laughs> Morning, Kyle. Morning. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? We're doing good. How you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm in beautiful Dade City for a wedding today. So, and the weather is absolutely beautiful. So nice. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, the state's got a beautiful weather day today. It's like... Uh, you know, a little po- postcard, mm-hmm. you know, Chamber of Commerce Day, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, so Kyle, sure. Captains for Clean Water is going to be uh, prohibiting you from making it to the November, November 5th event, the uh, holiday kickoff at Hagen Coastal Outfitters up in Glen St. Mary. And uh, unfortunate, but we're glad that, uh, that you're helping out with the swag bags and all that good stuff. But you're going to be attending a Captains for Clean Water event, and uh, which uh, you're obviously a part of. Were you down in southwest Florida doing some work down there, looking at some of the damage from Ian? Uh, what, what, what's your role in some of that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, our day-to-day, we're, we're an apparel brand, you know. Um, but when times get tough for our friends, family, we, we always we step in where we can. Uh, being that Fort Myers was a place that I, I actually started the brand in Fort Myers uh, seven years ago. And, you know, seeing the destruction of a fishery that I love, of, you know, places that I used to visit, um, we just knew we had to step in and, and help out. So we we partnered up with Captains, and basically we just became the Palm Beach County drop-off location for supplies. 
And within one week, we had a, a, a I got, got my whole flatbed truck full of water and Gatorade and vitamin water and a whole trailer full of, of essential supplies. And we trucked it over there and started handing it out to the community. And uh, we went door to door, making sure people had what they needed, generators, gas, uh, cat food, dog food, toiletries, everything that we had. And then we were able to donate excess supplies off to uh, drop off uh, donation locations, which are distributing to the, the wider community. So um, being able to be on the ground, tangibly seeing the devastation in person is much different than on the camera. Mm. Uh, seeing people in tears because they've lost everything. There were people that had moved to Florida for retirement or uh, we'll call them snowbirds, and they're moving back home. They're not coming back to Florida. They're gone. So this storm has changed people's lives, and I think it, it puts in perspective the blessings that we have every day. Um, the things we have are replaceable, but the people around us are not. And, yep. um, you know, I just pray for, for a safe recovery for people. You know, I think Southwest Florida, the, the overwhelming support that is in that community right now is, is unlike anything I've ever seen. Uh, whether that's government, private, or anything like that, they're going to rebuild back stronger. And they are truly a community that um, is tight, bonded, and helping each other. Have you had a chance to, to look at the mangrove forest down there and what kind of damage it did to them? It hasn't been our first priority. Um, seeing Hurricane Dorian, seeing Irma, seeing a lot of the storms, I know the extent of what's happened. Um, there's definitely some dead trees. Um, there, there, there's definitely going to be some restoration efforts that we're going to play into. But first and foremost, it's, we have to get our community back to a safe place. Uh, a place to where the economy is turning again and, uh, and people are, are getting back on board. And then we can begin to beautify the area again and focus on some restoration efforts. Right. So we are, yeah, uh, I mean, we are we're, we're already working with a couple organizations that are doing some GIS mapping um, of devastated areas to kind of do before and afters, and then we'll kind of roll from there and then look towards what the restoration program will look like. Yeah, and, and kudos to you for, for jumping right in and, and helping however you can. And, you know, when we first had the opportunity to meet you, I, I thought it was a pretty amazing kind of story about how you and your brother founded the main clothing line and that the whole purpose originally was is that if you buy a shirt or, or an article of clothing, then that would help you guys plant one mangrove tree in areas that have been destructed for whatever reason. And... And I, I got to say that I had the opportunity this past summer to be able to see some of your handiwork, Kyle, and down in the Bahamas, Hopetown, and was bone fishing down there. And I don't remember the what was the name of the hurricane that went through down there, Kyle. That was Dorian. Dorian. I mean it. I mean, you talk about a, a wasteland mm -hmm. after Dorian went through there. I mean it was just unbelievable. And so I'm fishing with these two captains two different days and and he's telling me about all the destruction and and how it was and describing it and, and they were there through the whole thing and then he starts telling me about how they partnered with these guys that came over from the states to plant these mangroves and it was Kyle <laughs> that's cool. I'm like man how small of a world is that so I mean it was just so cool to be able to to kind of have a connection in a place that you really don't expect to have a connection right yeah, so yeah, Kyle, I mean, pretty, kudos pretty to you guys story. for doing what you do. 
thank you, man. It's uh, it's pretty wild to look back at all the cool stuff that we've been a part of, and we're going to be continuing to be a part of. So uh, keep the keep the throttle on, you know. What was the what was the most stunning thing that you saw down around Fort Myers? Well, we we didn't travel into the the heavy hit area as at, we didn't travel to the coast as much. We stayed kind of in we focused on one neighborhood. Um, but I think overall, just the seeing the water lines on every home that was near coastal areas was pretty wild. To know that you know everyone's belongings inside of almost every home and an entire neighborhood was on their on their lawn, and uh, you know and seeing roofs off and this and that. I mean. And then mobile home communities, you could just basically erase them off the earth. I think those wow. by far are the, I mean, if you had a mobile home in Fort Myers at that time, it was, it did not make it. I don't know. We, I didn't see one mobile home that made it. So wow. That That's was tough. probably the, the most disturbing was driving through the, the mobile home communities and seeing that these people lost everything and they're uninsurable. No insurance company is going to cover a mobile home. Yeah, so, that's that's uh, tough to swallow. It's, it's there, pretty sad. That was hard to see because people lost everything. They're like, "Yeah, this was my retirement, and this and that, and I'm gonna have to move back home to family in Ohio, and I just don't know what I'm gonna do with my life." And I'm like, "Damn, you know that's well, yeah, tough, tough that's to swallow, a, you know, well, that's an eye opener right there." Yeah. Well, Kyle, I mean, kudos to you, and man, keep up the good work. And uh, you know, I know you're not gonna make it for the November 5th event, but uh, man, we hope to, to see you down the road sometime and. You know, if you ever need to get the word out on anything that you guys are doing, uh, please holler at us. We'd love to help. Oh, no problem. Yeah, anytime. And thanks for having me on the show. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Rawson, Main Clothing, folks. If you haven't been to Hagen Coast Slout Fairs, they have the full line of the Main Clothing. But, man, what they do as far as you buy a shirt and then they plant a mangrove tree, I think that's just really special. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's... where they're trying to do good. Yeah. Even though they're trying to make money, but they're trying to also do good. I mean, so that's, I mean, they're taking money out of their pocket that way. I, mean, that's... I, I, I get it. I get it. And, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the uh, the intercoastal is full of mangrove seeds. It uh, is. I, I mean, full of that. All the way to Mayport? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I All mean, over so, the place, so you're, man. You're going you're gonna to see a whole lot more of that. You, you know, know what I, I would love for you to do? Uh-huh. Seriously. Take a picture of mangrove seeds yep. so that people can see what they look like because okay. a lot of times you know you're yeah, they look like little teardrop pods yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. i mean a lot of times you you see something yeah. and people have okay. no idea what they're looking at to let people know then we'll share it on our facebook instagram page all right let's take a break here on the nimnik buick gmc outdoor show presented by duck duck rooter Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And we are live at the boat show that is off of Western Way by JTEC Institute, if you're in, interested in coming out on the boat show, because they got a ton of boats now. Yeah, they mean, do. This, this is not like the boat shows that we've seen over the last couple of years where inventory is pathetic and they don't have any boats. I mean, this place has got a lot of boats to take a look at. So uh, come on down. Uh, the doors open at 10 o'clock. And not sure exactly how long it goes, but uh, it's t- is it tomorrow too? Today yes, and tomorrow? Yep, yep, yeah. today yep. and tomorrow. Yep. And, and some folks know too, it's over in the Bay Meadows area, so it's not very far from the beach, like 20-minute drive. Yeah, it's centrally yeah. located. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, really it's is. Easy, easy to get I think to. it's much easier going to downtown. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, also, there is a uh, another event today. 
Rhythm and Ribs at St. Oh. Augustine. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw that. Gosh, sorry, I'm going to miss that one. Yeah, I missed last year, too. Yeah, they, 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 they do a great job. Um, it's, it's a great event. What a day. To, well, music, uh, yeah, good food. Yep, yep, yep. And we actually have four VIP tickets to give away. It's a package of four VIP tickets. They're 50 bucks a piece. And all you got to do if, if you want to go to Rhythm and Ribs today is call Chris at 641-1010. The first caller that calls in, he's going to email you the tickets. Uh, thank you, Danny Page. For giving me those tickets to Rhythm and Ribs, but yeah, they're they're VIP tickets. There's four of them, a package of four. So, if you and another couple or whomever want to go, give them a call at six four one ten ten. It's gonna be some good entertainment too. I understand. Oh man, dude, have you ever been? I I went one year. It was great. The, the bluegrass is fantastic. Oh, I love bluegrass. Yeah, the bluegrass is fantastic. I, it's, I, it's, I love bluegrass. I love live music. Yeah. I mean, me and Tara actually this week went to the Florida Theater and saw Ray LaMontagne, mm-hmm. uh, which was Wednesday and. Uh, I mean, you were talking about having a great time. Rayla Montaigne is just fantastic. And they had a girl that opened up for him named uh, Lily Miola. And I've never heard of her. Right. Uh, she was just, I mean, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. Sometimes the opening acts can, you know. It, yeah. It, yeah, I know. Not yet discovered, uh, yeah. but are fantastic. Anyway, all right, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring up Sean this morning. Morning, Sean. Morning. Almost hung up to call back to win some tickets. Um, I'm, <laughs> Sorry I'm, I'm about that, John. Of, oh, gee whiz! Uh, I'm kind of confused. Uh, this it is it not international waters that they're they're reaching? No, no, into? no. I don't know where, where does international waters begin, Kirk? Three miles. That's federal. Waters. That's federal waters. Yeah. International is two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. Three to two hundred okay. is, is uh, right. Is international? Right. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's no. federal. Three, three to two hundred is three, federal. Three to two hundred is federal, and right. outside of two hundred is international waters. Right. Okay, because I was thinking this would this would uh, affect freighters as well. I, I I googled the average freighter speed across the Atlantic, and it's like twenty to twenty five knots. Oh yeah, it's going to affect them too. They're going to have to they're going to have to slow down too. This is going to impact not issue. just the the small boating industry, but shipping too. Which yeah, is crazy. I mean, we already have supply chain issues, don't we? I mean, yeah, we that's just right. them down even more? This yep. is not being well thought through is what the problem is. This is more of a NERC, a, what is it, a, G, a NERC G? Uh, a I'm sorry, but, but knee-jerk Je- reaction. Knee Jeff jerk. said it earlier. Knee-jerk. Knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Jeff said it earlier. It's an opening for them. Yeah, it's an <laughs> opening. They, they see this as, you know what, this is going to give us an excuse to do what we've been wanting to do. For all the years. Mm-hmm. It's that's, just that's, typical that's, government overreach. Exactly. Yes. yes okay. I was, just, I was rather confused on that, and I could have Googled that, but I've never called into the show. I've been listening on the app for the last 12 years because I'm, I'm in Gainesville now. But, yeah, I just wanted to you know, clear that up. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you for calling, finally, yeah, yeah, Sean. We appreciate much. it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you all. Have a great day. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. All right, let's go to Papa G. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. 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 Man, not a cloud in the sky. It's a great day for fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. It's, it's a great day to do anything today. Yeah. Anything you it, want to do. It, yeah, it's beautiful. Last it, couple of days have been very pretty. It pretty much is. Uh, if people are having a hard time finding where you're at, man, just tell them to take the left of the Bahia grass. <laughs> well, you don't want to take a left there because you go right in the river. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, take a right. All right, take a right. 
<laughs> yeah, then you go in the Navy base, they'll throw you in the brig. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, hey, Lord. Go straight. Go straight. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a Navy veteran. I've been there done that. We're <laughs> <laughs> sorry to hear that. Well, I've been, I've been a couple of hopefully, times. Hopefully, you well, didn't use a, the, lose a rank for that. Yeah. Well, I didn't because I was in Tijuana, Mexico. I was stationed out in North Island in uh, California. I was in Tijuana, Mexico, and uh, got in a little bit of trouble, man. That, that's one place you don't want to end up is in a jail in Tijuana in the late seventies. <laughs> no, no, no way, no way. No, that's a yeah. that's a that's a rough that's a rough place to be, and I'll share some of my stories at the Christmas party. But hey, okay. listen, the reason the reason I'm calling in, man, I just want to give a shout out to Top Gun. I know he's listening. Uh, Chris was kind enough to give me and him our contact information, and we've talked a couple of times. I wanted to take him out on the charter, Captain Jeff, but between the two of us, hell, we're a century and a half old, and we're both disabled, so. It's Maybe we'll just stand on the on the dock like the Pelicans, and maybe you can toss us a fish before we come in, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> Even yeah, that will yeah, walk yeah, down to the pier. The pier, well, go fishing yeah. the pier, man. Yeah. The, the bite's been really good. Yeah, the yeah. surf fishing bite's been fantastic. Maybe. We uh, we had uh, Noel, Cruz. Noel yeah. talking earlier, and it's been his bite fantastic. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe name. we'll do that. But, uh, but Top Gun and I, we're going to meet at Jerry's Restaurant. I don't know if you all have ever heard of that place, but uh, yep. Top Gun raced it pretty high. So, so I'm going to treat him to dinner, but uh, let me tell you something, man. I've been listening to the outdoor show for, for a lot of years, man. And uh, in 20, 25 years from now, when you bring up the recordings of Top Gun and, and Jeff and Captain Kevin and all those guys talking, that's some classic stuff, man. You guys have a great day. <laughs> Thank you, Papa G. Thank you, Papa G. All right, let's go get Archie in. Archie. And then we're going to get a deer story. Yes. Good morning, Archie. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Uh, first, I want to say thanks to Chris for the new song. Man, good job as a former yes. music pastor. I can appreciate what it takes to do that. And uh, thanks, shout Archie. out to our guys that are down south helping with the uh, helping yep. with the disaster relief. Yeah. And no uh, question. Yeah, we got some guys down there with Mercy Chef cooking food, and we got some guys with. Um, Southern Baptist Disaster Relief. In fact, they're doing disaster relief down in the Daytona area. So some of that problem up there, too. Wow. And, uh, anyway, we've got a uh, real men's event next weekend at Cedar Ranch. And uh, just wanted to offer, a, if there's a father and a son out there that would like to go, they've never been to Cedar Ranch, that they call me at the church, Hibernia Baptist, this week I will make sure that they get to Cedar Ranch on us. So we need to explain the, the, the men's event because it, it is what we we've been there a couple times. Absolutely. And and and, and my goodness, if, if if you have a son and and he's interested at all in the outdoors, or even if he isn't, you need to you need to go to this event. It is so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, quickly just be uh, be some paintballs, heat shooting, airsoft, uh, rock climbing. Island Games will be out there, hatchet throwing. Uh, we're going to be chasing grease pigs, so a little bit of everything <laughs> for everybody. Did you ever chase a grease pig? <laughs> I ain't doing that. You didn't do that as a no. kid? hell no. I oh, didn't do my that. gosh. That, that, that was fun. Didn't uh, Edwin put oh, a zip man. line in out there too, uh, Archie? Absolutely, yeah. Those guys run that zip line from 8 o'clock in the morning till 4 in the evening. So, uh, yeah, it's about a 600-foot zip line. 
about All right, so wait a minute. I got a question here. Okay, if okay. we're greasing up a pig, what kind of grease are we using? Are we using, <laughs> like, you know, red grease Crisco. like we use on our truck? No, 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 Crisco. Yeah, use Crisco. I'm thinking it's a little Western or Crisco oil for sure. Yeah, Crisco. Yeah. That way when they then get we finished, just fry them up. Let's fry them up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever done that? Hell yeah. yeah Come man. on now. You never did that? No. Are you kidding oh, me, man? Growing no. up. Dude. Yeah, trying to tackle a grease pig? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a blast. That's one of the funnest things you'll ever do. One of the kids, watch the kids trying to grab that yes. thing, and it just shoots out of there. It's, it's hilarious. Sorry. It's it funnier than that. You never wow. chase chickens? Now huh? I'm waiting I'm waiting for chickens? Lester to call. I, yeah, no, oh, I yeah. just no, I shot chickens. No, we well, used to chase why, them. Why we chase them? To, just shoot them. Yeah. Yeah, you try to grab them. Lester throws cast nets on them. That's right. He sure does. Need ducks. We've got the food Chickens. covered, so we'll be smoking barbecue starting on Friday, and so it'll be ready about noon on Saturday. So the food's covered too. That's awesome, man. That's a great event. Thanks, Archie. All right, thank Archie. We got to take a break. No problem. See you later. All right, uh, we come back. We're going to hear Favor's deer story, yeah, and I got, a, I got a good deer story for you. And this Captain week. Kirk has a meatball recipe. From Brad, gave from Brad. Brad that, uh, looks like it's to die for. I, 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 I tell you what, the picture. Made me hungry oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I was yeah. ready Whoa. to drive over to the house. Golly. He, he sent me that, and I said, I'll be right over. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I like I like meatballs now. All right, uh, if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. You're listening right here, folks, to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Presented by Duck Duck Rooter. All right, um, you know we always admit our gaffes on this show, but Kirk earlier tried to accuse me of being the one that was gassy. You totally uh-huh. are. It's not well, an I, accusation. I didn't say that. It's a Ke- documented fact. <laughs> and you backed me okay. up. I disagreed with him because okay. that's pretty much true. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yep. Okay. But today, let's live in the moment. Yep. Uh oh. Okay. Who 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 had a little gas problem in this show today? Not Uh-oh. me. Not me. No, it and and, and it okay, was and, and it wasn't Richie. No, no. Okay. Whoever okay. was raise their hand. Whoever was raise their hand. <laughs> Kirk's hand is in the air. Okay, so if we're if we're being honest, yes. okay. Now the other one that we haven't, you know, we're we're gonna get this deer story that yes. Kevin had. But the first, I want to hear about you jackknife your trailer I, I, story. I, I, I did. Um, How do you do that? You thinking. Too much, you know. <laughs> seriously, uh, Captain Kevin yeah, Favor so, so, jackknifes his trailer, I bends did. the bumper. I did on your truck. I did. I did. Um, I, we were going up to Georgia, and last minute we had to pull into DG Dollar General mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, Georgia, and I and I pulled into the to the parking lot, and 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 Carrie went in and came out, and I went to back up, and and just was brain dead. Yeah, just forget. Weren't even thinking there. about the trailer. No. Oh no. No. Yeah. I, 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 I'll admit it. I mean, I, I went totally. This is a boat ramp moment. This, this was my little trailer. <laughs> you know, the single axle trailer. I know, but it's a boat ramp moment. Like you total, left the trailer on, you forgot the trailer was on the back yeah. of the truck. And you know how those single axle trailers, oh, they, buddy, they just swing. They're short. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. If you're not paying attention, I mean, you'll like, get in yeah, trouble quick. I'm like, Freudian slip. Kidding. Me. We're all guilty. Love my truck too. <laughs> you know, I absolutely love my truck. Yeah, I, I did. I I bent the bumper on it. That's you know? classic. Yeah. Right, so your deer story. So anyway, um, had, it, it was up at was up at the property uh, Saturday through Wednesday, and and um, 
Sunday and Monday was beautiful. I mean, like, 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 and, and I saw a, a, a lot of deer, a lot of does. I've, I've, I've killed a doe already, so I'm not in a hurry to kill another one, you know. And I honestly, I don't have a lot of pictures of mature bucks. You know, they're, they're not moving around a lot yet. Yeah. Um, I got a couple, but I had a west wind on, on Monday evening. So I was able to go to a stand that I haven't hunted at all this year. And on, on Saturday, I... I, I didn't know that I was going to have a west wind. I kind of looked at it, and, and when I when I went check all my cameras and put corn out and stuff, I just threw out like a handful of corn in front of this camera. I mean, and and I did not have a picture of a buck on this camera at all, but I had okay. some does in there. So anyway, it was it's my west wind stand. I love this stand. It's a um, hang on stand, bow stand, and I got in there. 5.45, I'm in no hurry to get in the stand. You know, I mean, the deer don't start moving really till 7 o'clock anyway. But I got in there, and I had, a, like I said, about a five-mile-an-hour west wind. An hour before dark, Jeff, the wind quit. And when, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you, you know how it is up there. I mean, just mm-hmm. just, just nothing. But it was nice and cool. I said, just don't move. And, and I mean, I'm, in a, I'm in a spot, and you guys have spots like this too, that – Unless a deer smells you, they're never going to see you. They can't. They can't see you. I mean, there's just, it's damn near impossible. And 15 minutes before dark, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening, and and I and I hear that sound, and you know what sound I'm talking about. I said, that's that's a deer. That's a deer sound. And everything you know in the woods right now mm-hmm. is dry, mm-hmm. crazy dry. By the way, very glad we got a little rain this Thank week. Thank goodness. Thank yeah, goodness. One point yeah. five inches at my place. Oh, it's awesome. I know, I'm so excited about it. But so, I, I to, to my right is 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 a little two lane road that where where I drive the side by side in, and there's there's trees between me and the road, and I and I look and I don't I don't see anything immediately, but I keep I just keep looking because I know that that uh, that was a deer, and all of a sudden I see an ear twitch, and he's standing in the road. At, mm. at 25 yards. Oh, wow. Oh, my and, goodness. And, and I'm like. In a, it, in a spot you can shoot or not? No. 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 He's, got, he's, he's got to come out in front of me. But, okay. But so, so I've, got my, I've got my bow on my lap, and I, I, I look, and all, all I can see is the left side of his horns. And, I, and, and immediately I'm like, that's a shooter. Shooter. I, and, and I haven't seen very many shooters with my bow in my hand in, in, in Georgia. I mean, I haven't. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I do not have a picture of this deer, you know. And he's standing there, and he stands there, and, and, and if he continues to walk down the road, it's a 10-yard shot. I mean, it's a, it's a chip shot. Mm-hmm. But he stood there, and instead of coming down the road, he walked into the woods and, 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 and continued to walk towards me in the woods. I got no shot in the woods, but it's pine trees, so it's not like it's thick. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He gets out to about 45 yards, stands in front of me, and stands there and, and is looking and looking and looking, never moves, never twitches an ear. He absolutely knew something wasn't right. And 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 I I never moved a muscle. And he and he never moved a muscle. And I sat there and watched that deer and watched that deer for a good 10, 12 minutes. And he just stood, he didn't move at all. And and it was so cool because he just he just slipped. And he kind of came around back to my left, and I thought that he was going to circle around and come back in and feed, and he never did. He just continued to walk away. Yeah. You know, and it was an awesome experience, though, man. I mean, a big-bodied, you know, 180, 200-pound mature mm. buck. 
uh, I could really honestly only see his left side totally, you know, you know, eight inch tines, really, really heavy. Um, so it it was. I was so excited That's about that. Cool. I, couldn't, I couldn't wait till I got home and I told Carrie about it. it was, I've seen very few mature bucks sitting in a bow stand. At my what place time of day was this? So um, it was it was 15 minutes before dark. So it was like 7:15. Yep. Yeah, I've started yeah. to get. And, that, and that, that buck was 20 yards from me. I never saw him until until he was 20 yards or wow. hardly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he That's was... That's exciting. It was. It was awesome. I've been getting a lot of... Uh, I've got a tripod set up, and I've got a camera like 40 yards in front of it with a feeder, and I've been getting a lot of pictures like from... I just got one just now at 9.30 of the bucks coming in, and they're like, because all the does are feeding in there, they're not... This eat- Fargo? Yeah. No, this is in St. Mary's. Okay. The 676 acres we got in St. Mary's. Because uh, Fargo, the rut starts happening about now. Oct- usually around middle of October, right? Uh, you, last year it was right around Halloween yeah. when they started. Okay. Have you have you seen the forecast? Yeah, it looks awesome. I'm oh, fired yeah. up, man. Yeah. I got my yeah. dates planned. Yeah. Oh man. I hear you. All right, uh, let, let, let's do a Kirby okay. Co Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. This week's tip comes courtesy of uh, Mr. Brad Smith, and this is a meatball casserole recipe which who doesn't like good meatballs <laughs> yeah i will I mean, say this that uh, his recipe calls for ground beef and I, I i'm a big fan of also i like ground beef meatballs but i i like ground venison absolutely i like ground turkey mm-hmm. and i would prefer either ground venison or ground turkey over ground beef so for me i would change that uh but i like the recipe uh, it's all there on our facebook page uh easy to do and uh, or at least the picture was fantastic. Yeah, when he sent picture. me the picture. Oh, I was like, okay, what did you do? He said, I did add a little extra ricotta and mozzarella. And then I, the thing I like about Brad, he's kind of like a chef. He, he always like if he uses basil or garlic or parsley, he's always getting the fresh stuff. And then he dices it up. And mm-hmm. right at the end of this recipe, he said he added fresh ricotta, some fresh mozzarella chunks. And then he sprinkled uh, a little bit more marinara and then shoved it in the oven. And then he brought it out. When he brought it out, he hit it with a little bit of fresh basil and chopped uh, parsley on top of it. And the picture just, I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah, he actually cooks them in the oven. Yeah. I I would, my my preference would be a little olive oil in a cast iron skillet. Put them on the the grill. Cook smoke. Cook them that way. Yeah. And then then once they're done cooking, you just pour the, the marinara. And all the goodies right on top of them, and then take that cast iron skillet, stick it in the oven. Yeah, just for a few minutes. Mm. Oh, oh man. And the best part about meatballs, they might be better the second day. Correct. Just like taco meat or anything else. Yeah, Yeah, no question. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll go back to the phone lines and then give everybody updated weather, updated tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Let's go right to the phone lines and bring up Captain Leon Dana this morning. Morning, Leon. Good morning, uh, Jeff. How are you, sir? Good. How you doing, brother? Fantastic. Down here in the JTB area today. Putting the oh, cool. Down on the rat red this morning. Uh, nice. So you got uh, 
got a famous fisherman in the boat, right? Yes, you do. I do have the famous one right here beside me right now. Who's I that? Do, I, will, I will pass the torch over to him right now so he can introduce himself. Uncle Bernie. Uncle Bernie. <laughs> Uncle Bernie. What's up? What's up, brother? I'm whipping Leon foot out here. Good for you. So you have to put up with Leon for a few hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was taking him for 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, no, we're slaying it. He, he started, I first cast and caught a fish, and he said, oh, no, this could be bad. And then he caught three on artificials and got ahead of me, and then, then Katie barred the door when we got back. Well, what's the, what's the bet? Out here. What's the bet? Oh, what's the bet? No, we, we got a gentleman agreement. We aggravate the hell out of each other. That's the bet. <laughs> That's that's worse than losing money. That's I, right. I still will never forget when Leon put that fiddler to crab down the back of your right shorts. Yeah. <laughs> he little jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. Leon, crab. do you remember that? Oh, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, that was the funny. It was Good me night. and you and Leon and Dale. And, and you Dale. kept bending over, and Leon says, if he does that one more time, I'm going to put a fiddle crab down in there. And you bent over, and he dropped that fiddle crab in there, and I never laughed so hard in my life. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, I got those sloppy pants that fell right through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. It's good to hear from you, Uncle Bernie. Yeah, man. Good to hear from y'all. I, I got to get up and bug y'all more. Yeah, you do. It ain't like I ain't up. Yeah. So, Yep, yep, yep. All right, y'all get y'all got y'all get back to fishing. We we got business to do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Have a blast. See you guys. See you. Right. See you, Leon. Bye. All right, let's do a updated weather updated tides. Let's start with the tides. Brought to you by Angie Subs. If you haven't been to Angie Subs, do yourself a favor and take your baseball team. Swing there. on out there and take your baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Get before, the French fries. Get before the, French the fries. game. Yeah, yeah, get the French fries. I will Recommend that. Uh, it may port today at 1.12 p.m. Coming up is a high tide. 7.33 p.m. this evening is a low tomorrow in the morning at 7.22 at the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock is low tide. Again, at 7.22 a.m. low tide, that's a 1.5. And then in the afternoon tomorrow, 2.01 p.m. high tide. Weather report brought to you by, and we're going to do a inland report. Weather report brought to you by the Bitter Pig Best Barbecue in Jacksonville. And we're going to do, again, like I said, a forecast for the week. Today the high is going to be 83. Tomorrow, 85. 85 on Monday. Cold front moving on down on Tuesday. at 74 is the high. And get this, folks, Wednesday the high is going to be 66 degrees. Here. Uh, woo. Fantastic. Uh, woo. Fantastic. And the rest of the week, there's I mean, going to be up, some rubbing and scraping going 66 on. 66 <laughs> on Wednesday, 72 on Thursday, 74 on Friday. Oh, my. 76 on Saturday. I'm loving it, man. Go I can't wait. Get I, I, your outdoor calendar ready to yeah, roll. I'm I going. I'm going to go get Carrie and the dog. I sent Mike 30 days last night on the calendar. I said, Mike Wren, if you want to go hunting, these are the days I'm going, buddy. Right. I took them off the calendar. For the next Good couple months, Absolutely. I am. I'm going this year. That's the first time you've ever done that. Uh, it is. I finally told my wife. I said, "Look, I'm, I'm getting." Hey, when you reach seventy, you know, you, know, you got to do things like gotta that. Got to do it, man. Yeah. Got to well, go for it. You know, life's short. I know. I lost two friends in the last week. No kidding. Yeah, uh, my old uh, roommate when I was with the Jets, Jim Sweeney, mm. who was our starting center and hell of a player. 
I mean, hell of a player. I saw that on. on yeah, he on TV. he passed away. I was going to ask you if you knew him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, in fact, uh, uh, my uh, second year, me and him, second and third year, we were roommates, and he was you know single and had a dog, and uh, yeah, and so it was great. We uh, we lived uh, in Point Lookout. And he, he had this big old bulldog that had the worst gas on the planet. <laughs> Worse than yours? He was like Kirk. Wasn't yeah. even close, man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then uh, we lost Bruce Souter yesterday. I don't oh, know if you no. guys saw that. 69 years old. I didn't, oh, my goodness. I, I did yeah. not see I'm that. I'm so sorry, Jeff. Passed away. I didn't and, know. And, uh, mm. you know, hopefully uh, those guys are doing what they love to do up in the big sky. Mm. Wow. So, wow. Right. So that's why, I mean, you bring up, hey, yeah. look, you know, Kirk, life's short. I mean, you got to do it Why you can do yeah. it. Hey, man, you know? I'm turning 68. You know, I'm not getting younger. I'm getting older. You know, but, uh, hey, uh, real quick, I just got to hey, – By the way, dude, you look really good for 68 years old. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> you need to – but I, you need to take more time for yourself. Yeah, you do. I, I, yep. I, I'm going to do it this year for sure. Yep. I, hey, I just got an update from Lieutenant – Corey Bridwell yep. down down in uh, the Hurricane Even in recovery area, and a big shout out to all the people that are helping. Mission Barbecue, Jersey Mike's, Outback, Publix. He said people have been coming down there with semis full of generators, and they're giving away free tarps them, and waters. Ain't that the truth? Publix donated just truckloads of ice. Win Dixie's been on the spot. He said people are down there cooking, and and things are getting better. Most of the power has been restored. And they've Did you guys see, by the way, the picture of the line of electric trucks that were at the Sanibel Captiva Causeway waiting to get over? I, I did not. It was unbelievable. That is crazy. He said they finally topped up the, uh, the, the causeway over to Pine Island and put uh, tar on top of it this week. And you actually, see they got, hey, the yeah. call, you got the causeway open to Sanibel? They, yeah. they did yeah. Pine Island and Sanibel. Sanibel crazy. Island. Same thing. They just basically poured a bunch of lime rock and until – until they can fix it permanently, they just did something temporarily so that they could reach people. You know, that's, that's unbelievable to me. It's awesome. It is awesome. Well, folks, don't forget too. It's Kudos to all a, the people responsible. Yes, that's right. All the first responders and people working. But don't forget, it's only been a couple of weeks. Donate to the Red Cross and those organizations financially because they definitely need the help. Like he was saying earlier about the trailers. All those people got yep. wiped out, and they really need some financial yeah, help. It, 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 you we, know? The, the outdoor show, we, we donated to Captains for Clean Water because they're they're down there. They're That's in awesome. action. Um, and and uh, so it, it was, you know, it, and, and not only that, but they're helping out a lot of our brothers, which are charter captains. That's you right. Know, that have no jobs. Probably no place to live. Yep. You know, so that was that was just our contribution. We just got pictures from Harold on our Facebook page, look and good, look at the size of the claw <laughs> on that stone crab. No measure in that one. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, that thing right there that'll eat mm, oh, some kind of good. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fine. Yeah, Harold, uh, just deliver those to twelve twenty three Ruth Avenue. That's uh, right. We'll be happy to take care uh, of them for you. You know. Uh, yep. No. I mean, I, I think, folks, it's, a, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Come down here to the uh, the boat show. It's right over here in Bay Meadows. you got a lot of representatives from all the different companies, Kevin, uh, Whalen Bay, yep. me, Atlantic Coast Marine. It's going to be a gorgeous day for it. Bring the kids. they got a you know uh, an area for the children to play with, Freedom Boat Club. Uh, put something up down there for the kids. They're going to have food trucks here. And hey, just folks, remember JTEC. JTEC. JTEC yeah, yes. If you're trying to figure out where to go, just JTEC is the way to go. Uh, that's, uh, there you go. 
you know, there's a parking lot that JTEX campus has, and that's where the boat show is at. It's off of Bay Meadows. 8813 Western Way. I mean, it's easy to find, you know. There's a big parking area. Just park in there and pay your fee and, and come on in. And, uh, you know, get a chance to look at some of the new boats. And, and also the amphibious vehicle. Yes. Okay, and that's in one of the corners. So if you get here and you can't quite find it, just go to one of the corners, the back right corner. I think is when you come in right here, right? You come in here on the left Yep. where we are. So you come in straight back right corners where that amphibious vehicle is at. And uh, should be a good time down here. No, it should be should be fun. Yep, all kinds of things to this do gonna this It's going to be a weekend. great weekend to fish. Yep, and it is. You got a great tide. You got low tide this morning. You know, you know, great opportunity to do a little scouting, hunting, getting ready to hunt. I'm fired up. Oh, Are you yeah. going hunting this weekend? No, I'm going to Greenville, North Carolina to a soccer game. Oh, okay. Madison's playing in Greenville tomorrow, and we told her we're going to drive up there and support the University of South Florida. They are in first place in their division. Good. So they're doing real good. That's so, awesome. So we're hoping that they're going to make it to the NCAA playoffs this, again this year. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be right. And uh, when are you heading up to Georgia today? Nope. <laughs> <Dog>. <laughs> He's leaving here. He did the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. I'm He's telling you right now, me. dude. I'm going home to pick up Carrie and the dog, and we're headed north. Good and for you. I got, I, got my, I got my new tires from Tire Outlet, so I'm, I'm good to go. You're golden. <laughs> you got yeah. new tires and a banged-up bumper. <laughs> yep, banged-up bumper. I did. Yeah, yep. God, it. that just made me so mad. I know. Yep, I got to tune up an old chain. I got to get a new bumper too. I I was parking one day and I and I backed into one of the, like a, a cement light pillar. Yep. And uh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, Fro Freudian slips happen, man. It just happens. It it, it, it does. Stuff and, happens. And and you know, the other thing that get we get used to on our trucks, these new trucks, is all the the the, the bells and whistles that go off. You know what I mean? And and and. Some, sometimes it just it, it, because like when I'm backing up my boat trailer, mm -hmm. it's always telling me how close I am. Yeah, you know. But with that little trailer, it didn't do it. I know. So, I anyway, know. well, it, it happens. Yep. It happens. It's just the way it is. So hey, uh, thank you to the boat show. Yes, and uh, hey, thank Aaron, you Aaron always, yep. Ms. Aaron and and Kyle Rawson and and all of you callers and of course all of our sponsors, Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Circle K, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen, Coastal Equipment. Consignment Boat Sales, uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires, Inc., Duck Duck Rooter, our presenting sponsor, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Sub, Scene Hatchie River Club, Moe Southwest Grill in St. Augustine, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Cassett. Remember, folks, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. See you.